practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special place. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of the smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn, and that guy in the back making all the noise. Oh, that's oh, Dave. Dave. Yeah, man. <clears throat> that's what that's what people over fifty do when Dave, they smoke a carta. Dave. Dave, I heard I had a lot of bad press about you recently. Uh oh. More. Uh oh. More bad press. Mem- remember, send it to I don't give a fuck at Dun- Adam Dunshow.com. Dude, it's, it's our sponsor, so it's it's, 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 it's it's getting bad, Dave. It's getting bad when I go when I go to hang out when I go to hang out with our sponsors, and then the first thing uh, that comes out is like, "Hey, we're getting complaints about your guy there," and I'm like, what "Was there that? any compliments from anyone there?" There was. There was actually. You're lucky. And does that person's opinion weigh more or less than the person complaining? Way more. Lucky for you. You know, lucky when you, you wait, wait the average, no, it, because true. he it's likes true. me, I'm golden. It is true, because I, I was surprised, because there was a time when you were not so favorable to this person. Anyway. See, I want I just want everyone out there to know that, I just want everyone to know that, you know, we're all on the same page. We all, we're all just here to bag on Dave. That's the whole show. The, the entire show. See, Adam Dunn bagging on Dave. And it's going to get boring real quick. Nah, never Better boring. when you talk about genetics and yeah, I sit there that, looking stupid. That, that also works. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, we're going to be all looking stupid soon, because we got Connor... The Brainiac and Tanner, not so much the Brainiac, but you're kind of a Brainiac. Tell well, what kind of Brainiac? Tanner. Like a Mon- Max Montrose Brainiac? Way more, way more. No genetics. Genetics. He's gonna be. He's gonna be breaking. He's he's actually more excited to come here and talk about genetics than any guest I've ever had. Where he was, I was like, because I because I, I had mentioned that he was gonna connect the fungi and the plant and all that because we're gonna be talking because this is the Croptober show, right? First, this is the first uh, Friday in October, and as everybody who's in the industry knows, Croptober is weird. It's one of the weirdest months, and it's starting off weird already, right? But it's weird. Well, what have you heard from, from some of the hemp farmers that survived uh, last month's frost? Oh, they're killing it right now. Everybody who, like, so one of our guests, so we have two, we have two groups coming in, two different farms, both uh, doing hemp farms, but also... You know, cannabis people, cannabis people at heart. So they they understand. But what are you gonna do? But they've been crushing it in the in the hemp s- spectrum, let's say. And uh, what's that noise, dude? Turn that it's my carta. Turn that the carta quack. It's weird. I smoke a carta all show long. Why is I never hear why do I yeah? Why do I never hear him? <laughs> I always hear you. It's like quack the quack. Anyway, talk to the guys who make the card to man. I just use Can't the you product. turn that off though? That seems like an option. Like how do, how do I? It's got it's one fucking button. What do you have? Like a little piece of metal stuck to it or something? It's, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, so Croptober, <laughs> as anybody knows, has been growing, uh, especially obviously outdoors because you know that's the, when you're really dictated by the time. People just get fucking weird. It's like the greed comes out, the weirdness comes out, the fucking so you just gotta be on your toes. Uh, this month because 
all that work that you put into it can be taken away and it can be taken away by fucking nature and it can be also taken away by the man and it can be taken away by the fucking just criminals out there that are opportunistic you know they know you did all the work and then they come in and swipe it all from you so we're going to talk a little bit with uh, fuckers with with gannon about a situation like that a couple years ago that happened to those guys um we're going to also talk with uh, like i said with connor about genetics about plant relationships with molds and funk and weird because that's also a part of this time of year where people not you know depending where you are where you're like oh my god all the biggest buds are now just molding in front of their eyes or something you know so if you have any of these stories you can also um give us a call what is it again i kept said the number it's so long 720-310-8237 yeah, right that's it, oh, i can never forget it. it's like my it's like my grandmother's number yeah that's can't it. forget it oh, 720-310-8237 if you have a story about a law, a big loss, and it has to be an October thing though too. It can't be like an early in the season, but you know, October's that kind of month. So if you got one of those crazy stories, give us a call and give fill us in because Syracuse, New York, misery loves company. Summer, what? ninety-two. Oh, you're making up something right now? No, oh. Syracuse, New York, okay. summer ninety-two. Daryl had a patch, my buddy, and uh, went out to it. Uh, in the most, it was so beautiful, you know, when you're 22 years old and never really saw an outdoor crop before. Mm. I was, I was wicked and proud. I mean, he did such a great job, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to get to help harvest and, and, you know, trim and do everything. And, uh, he's like, no, you know what? It's, I'm thinking it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. And we leave and we come back tomorrow. And all there is, is one little, like one little bud attached to one stem on the ground that the rippers left and they took the entire crop. And that was that. That was your first outdoor scene you ever saw? That was that was that until, you know, you gotta jump forward almost thirty years and or twenty years until Colorado. And that yeah, it was it's hard it's heartbreaking. Because you you have that. It's all in your head. It's already dried and cured, trimmed and everything and ready to go and and now and now it's gone. Just in a heartbeat, and you're thinking, man, I, if I was there, could it, did this just happen? Did we get there ten minutes too late? You know, well, yeah, we had no well, idea. The one thing I can say is that most of the time it's a fucking inside job of some sort. You know what I mean? So usually you have to look inwards because that's you know people, especially nowadays, people don't really have the same ideas that you know it's it's that illegal. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, check out my plant. You know what I mean? And it's like you're, someone is like watching you. More than the plant, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so when is this thing gonna be ready? And oh, I, you know, just that fateful, like, oh, it'll be ready next week. And every, like in Amsterdam, that was the thing that nobody really, you couldn't grow outdoors because every, you know, if you had like a balcony, for instance, didn't matter. People would 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 they knew when to come rip you off? Oh, they would figure out a way to yeah. hang out over the other guy's thing and snatch them right out from under you. <laughs> Rooftops every time, and you know, it's just like. Yeah, definitely. Send a drone into Soma's to grab him off his thing, you know, with a little crane and. Oh, and, and nowadays, and nowadays, it's like there was a Vice special. I think I saw at one point, which was definitely tripped me out because it was English, like dudes with drones that were like sc- looking for illegal grows so that they could just go in and, and steal them. You know what I mean? Because they knew that they're not going to call the cops, right? So it was kind of like really i was like oh my god like some people are actually flying drones around looking with infrared things on them so they could see any kind of light sergeant stadenko douche that's that guy 
well, these are this is like these are like criminals. This is not even cops. This is criminals going to bust just because I know they can break in and steal shit from people. Fuckers, That's, rippers. Uh, boils your blood, doesn't it? No. Boils your blood, man. Well, the thing is, I mean, you know, everyone who's everyone. Oh, who's, nice one, Mark. Everyone who's doing, uh, anyone who's growing, uh, understands the workload that goes into it. It's like just when you, I think um, our friend Sarah Conrad, her her place just got she she was always growing beautiful like six beautiful plants up in boulder and she had like the perfect backyard south facing all that and i think this year she just literally they came like i think about three or four days ago and i saw her post oh. it was just like really because then you get it's like you're tainted at that point too you know people know your shit so it's like the spot's blown can't do it no they'll come had, back she had grown there for years so it's kind of like uh, and, and you know what's happening this year too, which is crazy, is of course there's so many hemp farms that are growing fire, like like hemp that looks as good, if not better, than some of the weed that's out there. So when it comes to people ripping, they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? They'll rip right. hemp. They'll rip weed. And, and, well, didn't know. we talk about that? It, it, if they they're ripping hemp, or even if they're growing it with uh, illicit purposes in mind, you could sh- ship that back east, and fuckers wouldn't even know. Until it's too late, you know. Well, it's not a good. It's it's not a good not not good karma. That's for sure. And also on top no, of that, it's, it's fucking like, terrible. It's like the. Uh, it's what ruins the industry. It's the same thing as in Amsterdam when I was like tripped out when people were putting you know broken glass and fucking whatever shiny heavy shit they could put in it to kind of get it some weight and you know that's when it's all like what? Come on now. Well, if we're getting into the shitty side of it, you know, there was a, I guess there was a multiple homicide and they attributed it to a, uh, an illicit cannabis deal gone bad Where in we? California the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll get the article and send it your well, way. That, and that's what's going to happen. You start, you know, people start doing big, big fucking loads with a bunch of fucking hemp, which I've already heard and seen. <laughs> I know, I know somebody who was spraying distillate on it on purpose like they but the people who wanted him to do it it wasn't like he was any any but he totally fucked up the mix it was kind of funny like because the guys got the guys gave it to somebody else and they were like yeah this seems a little weird and they went and got it tested and it came back at 45 percent thc <laughs> and i was like okay holy that's, fuck so that's a little bit fucked up he's like yeah I may, have, I may have sprayed it a little heavy i was like oh my god dude that's it was it was Sad. Nobody will know. It was sad. To be, no, but it was. And I told him right away. I was like, "Dude, I hope the people know." And he's like, "No, hundred percent." Like they asked for it, and I was like, "Okay," because I would, that would be a. I would I'd be never, pissed. I would never do that. It just just knowing it's just it's it's the whole thing of cannabis is like there was a point in time when, you know that that was something you could trust, even if it had mold. For instance, like all that import shit had mold, right? I mean, you remember all the bricks you'd open up and. It's like eating bread, right? You got to make that decision at that moment. Like, do I eat around the mold or do I just throw it away? And it's, chances are, if it's the last couple pieces, you're eating around that fucking mold. You're like, fuck it. I don't care. Burn it in the fucking, stick it in the toaster, right? So, I mean, with cannabis too, it was like, we didn't like throw weed away because if you found a little mold on it, I was like, eh, whatever. And that's actually probably what got some of this. Some of those strains, I'm sure, gave them an extra kick in some weird way, too. Who knows? You know, like the fermentation process could enhance it. And you know that shit's been 
bound up when it's still wet. You know what I mean? It has a little bit of moisture still in it, so you get that like in the middle of it is different than the outside of it. And you get, you know, it was like there was all these weird things, which you don't get anymore because the weed is, you know, very rarely is it squished in that kind of manner. Well, it's, like I said, bricks are coming back, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's going to be the next. Oh, please don't. We don't want bricks should not be coming back. There should be a rule against it. It's coming back, dude. I'm telling you. There's, there's too so much I weed. found the article and I sent it to you, but it's uh, it leads with seven fatally shot at California house where a thousand pounds of marijuana is found. So maybe it's a situation where they wouldn't give up where it was hmm. or somebody got recognized or some fucking bullshit, but it was in Riverside County, great place. California. Great place. It was, it was actually listed as like the number one or in the top 10. I know for sure. Our buddies over, oh. at, over at Aqualabs were, were very adamant to tell me that Riverside was the fucking hot spot. It was the best place to be. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know something about it. You would think that with legalization that we'd be, you know, that would be a side of the industry that'd be going away. But they say it's like third makes it 13 in the area mm-hmm. for the year. That's fucked. It needs to be legal so that nobody has to, nobody should get hurt. Oh, wait, on a better note, how about Governor Polis pardoning something over 2,000, you know, crim, uh, people that were convicted of cannabis crimes in Colorado? Yeah, he almost said criminals. Did you hear no, well, come like, on, you know. Said it, you, well, no, I, I, I didn't read it. I didn't read it fully, but I don't know if he pardoned them. And does that pardon come with an expungement of their record so that they don't have a criminal record? Or no, I would do they have so. to keep? No, come on. You hope. I mean, what would be the point? And then otherwise, what's the fucking thing? Like just to let them out of jail. They're not in jail still. Come on. Nobody's in jail. For oh, then the, I think it's just people's wreck. I mean, a. F- how many people for under an ounce of weed are sitting in jail for longer than we can't imagine anybody? But you never know. Like I said, you get yeah, the details. You get the fucking details. Yeah. You, know, you come back with and tell us because I have a feeling it was mostly like just people who were fucked because they couldn't get it because they had gotten caught with a joint back in 1978 and all of a sudden they're fucking still can't get a job. You know, that's I think that was the idea. Right. And that's fantastic. I'll, I'll well, that's fantastic. That, that should have been done on day one, dude. That should have just been absolutely. Perfect. That literally should have been like, oh. <clears throat> It's legal though. Okay, well, all those stupid underannounced because this was all underannounced. That was the one thing. It was not. He didn't really. He could have gone for under two ounces, but then he would have been. He his whole deal was, he wanted to do what's totally legal now, like for anybody, because everybody's allowed to gift each other an ounce, right? So, that's, you know, that's kind of his. He so like if he went with the two ounces, he would have let he would have got more people who were caught with a little because, you know. The under the ounce could have been like literally a half a fucking joint, or, you know, anything. It's like tiniest amount. Whereas under two, you know, you had to have at least an ounce on you, which then, you know, those are the real stoners. Those are the guys that deserved. <laughs> those are the guys that had the jars, you know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck, I got the three jars. Not the guy who got, you know, under little fucking roach. Well, then if, if it's only up to an ounce, then there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, because he like a I said, lot of work. I That's just he, ridiculous. I heard he could have done two, but he didn't really want to take the risk because he thought it was too, you know. Whoa! I think I hear. I think I already hear Tanner. Uh oh! I can hear him from like a mile away. Watch, watch, <laughs> watch. he's like half a block away, and he, I'm like, "Yep, here he comes." Here he comes, walking down the street. Right, you heard the laugh. I heard the laugh already. You get the funny. You're going to hear the same laugh for about 3,000 Basically, what's funny is with his laugh, it's the beginning of Black Sabbath. Uh, 
you know, the cough. And the, it's literally the same. Like, it's going to happen. He's going to take a hit. He's going to cough. And then he's going to, uh, 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 he's got the same cough. And he's got the same, yeah. And it's just um, the, between the combination. Yeah. Watch. All right. Watch. Somebody else to cough on the show besides me. Um, I like him already. There he is. Oh, they're coming in. Look at this. Look at this bunch. Look at this bunch. I could hear you from two blocks away. What are you talking about? Yeah, of course. Wow. See, a lot of people wait. I know, right? I'm the baby face. I, I mean, I, I got the five o'clock shadow baby face, but. No, I think it's like what you said earlier. It's more like a 10 o'clock shadow. Uh, I think actually Tony Baloney came up with the 420 shadow, which I thought was high. There you go. Or 710 shadow. Even Eight, better. 710 shadow, I'd say. 710 shadow for the win. <laughs> there you go. We, we've adapted. And, and so we got the, so we got the, the, the Brainiac is in the house. <laughs> we got Connor. And we got Tanner. And we got Gannon. So, and Ted, where's Oh, Ted? God. Three names to keep track of. They're all, okay. yeah, it sounds like a, it, it, it kind of sounds like you're, 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 you got a little Western vibe going on here. Sounds like they're a boy band. We got Tanner. We got Gannon. We got Connor. It's like, yeah, it's definitely a boy band. It's definitely a boy band. It's the Tennessee boy band. You guys can, you guys can come up whenever you're, whenever you're ready, because I already got you locked in. We're just waiting locked on you. Locked and loaded. I figured we'd have you over there, since that way we'd have the most, like, conversation going this way, and then the, 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 the crazy peanut gallery in the middle. You want Tanner next to you so we can dab random parts of your body. No, and I'm trying to, I was, I was already trying to figure out the, the yeah, the, the, that's what I was telling these guys, it's like the beginning of Black Sabbath every five minutes. Oh my God, no, it's ZZ Top with the hair. Oh, not the beard though. So far we got Gannon and, and Do you have Connor. headphones for them? Yeah, oh yeah, we got baby, yeah, we got headphones there, headphones there, and headphones here. <laughs> Which ones? Be careful with them. Are those the broken ones? Oh, yeah, he just broke them. So there you go. They're broken in. Broken yeah. in correctly. <laughs> hey. Welcome, welcome. All right. And then, oh, Jesus. He's already starting. Oh, somebody's sneezing already? Yeah, this is it. Corona fever. Oh, goodness. Right now. I got the Tennessee, I got the Tennessee uh, variant coming in now. Yeah, new New mutation. The, the, the Tennessee mutation. Oh, God. Tennessee mutation. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. I'm Dave. I'm over in COVID land, quarantine, hey, you, living in a bubble. Nice to meet you guys. All right. Wow. So, uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, big, I already gave a kind of general. Oh, where's Ted? No Ted? No Ted today. He, uh, it's okay. We would've, it would have been tight. I think we just squeezed it in perfectly, actually, at this point. So, well, Jesse's coming. Oh, really? Yeah. When's that? He's. I think mom's finding him. Yeah, he's trying to pull up. Wow. <laughs> so we got Jesse in. There. <laughs> okay, so we got more. So we have lab talk with Jesse. Is that what we're gonna do? So, um, you guys, first of all, uh, you've been on the show before, Tanner, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. How drunk, how drunk were you when you were on the show last time? Because I think I was. I think we were. Oh, I, think I heard we were was very, all. very drunk. No, I think, <laughs> I, I think the last time I had Tanner, I was, I was drinking myself. Is, so I think the show that? got super sloppy. That was at the rooftop or something. Yeah, when uh -huh. you tried to dab my beard yeah, and that, that was one, that, that at the same time. 
Yeah. 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 Exactly. What was the turp profile of Adam's beard? Oh, definitely unique. Not the first time I've tried to do it either. Oh, really? The first time didn't make you go, holy shit, I never want to do that again? No. You actually did it twice? It's legendary, right? Or it was legendary. It's gone now. I heard you also did it to two. I heard. I did do it to two. Yeah. So, um, okay, so let's let's get, I'm I'm going to give everybody the breakdown on the crew here. So you got your brothers, obviously, Tanner, and obviously, but, you know, kind of obvious, but. Not, not, well, not, not, not really. You guys could pull it off. You guys could say you're not, but then you'd start bitching at each other and we'd all know. So that's how it all rolls. <laughs> Real brother style. But uh, so big brother, little brother. And then uh, Connor, you're, where are you from originally? I'm from Tennessee. Oh, yeah. So you're, oh, so, yeah. is that mic picking him up good or you want to go first? No. Go, yeah, you got to go a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't lean back. Yeah, yes, lean forward. So you're uh, original Tennessee and you guys moved from here. Uh, don't you move from here? You're still here. Yeah, I'm still here. So we had uh, our our uh, local local hero who came from Georgia originally, right? Yeah. So Georgia, and uh, the thing about when I first met Tanner, the first thing I was impressed with is that he's like a self-taught kind of uh, covering all bases, whether it be growing, extraction, uh, and and then and then also working with like uh, Shane Huda, who's been on the show. And you know, putting to get helping him on, on on actual like designs and, and you know, so it was all like stuff where I was always impressed. Where it was like, okay, everything he seems to take in, he manages to sort of uh, you know uh, excel at. And then your brother Gannon, crushing it on the on the hemp scene the last couple of years, where I've seen him take you know small farms, but still really highly productive. Uh, and then we'll talk later in the show about about. <laughs> how those all worked out, <laughs> and uh, and then and then I've already I've already hyped Connor up too much on the show, so he has to now he has to live up to some. Super He's the game. really smart one. He's really smart. R- wicked smart. He's wicked smart over here, <laughs> and uh, but give us because I didn't even want to even attempt to pretend like I knew what your credentials were. So no. give us give us a little bit of your background because. I grew up around agriculture a lot in Tennessee, kind of Greenbelt. Is it picking up? Hold on. Check, check, check. Hold on, hold on. I'm not picking up. On Tap that mic. <laughs> nope. Check. Yeah, I hear it. A little bit. Oh. I think. I just very free. Wow, 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 wow. I don't know. Check. Or use that mic for a second while you're talking. Yeah. Talking again. There you go. Oh, hey. There you go. Hey. Do, that, do that one for now, and then we'll try All to figure right. that out. Um, yeah, so uh, originally from Tennessee, did my undergrad at University of Tennessee. Um, started in ligma cellulosic biofuels. Whoa! So, uh, whoa, whoa! Slow down! Slow down! Uh, to, to, trying to trying to grow uh, grow grasses and so lignin. So using lignins for biofuel, basically. Right, and breaking down the, the lignin polymer as well. Um, that was all genetic engineering and switchgrass. Then, for uh, for grad school. Uh, Transition working in tobacco, a little bit more metabolic engineering. So we did uh, kind of some upstream carbon flux into the MEP pathway and building squalene. Um, squalene so is my favorite thing, dude. I love yeah, squalene. Squalene. love some squalene. Yeah, right. I love my squalene. <laughs> now, what the fuck is squalene? So it's a, it's a C30 uh, ice cream compound. It's uh, found in shark liver. So if you're taking shark liver tablets, main benefit, main reason is your your. Would that make way. Adam not a vegetarian, though, yeah, if he took mm, that? If, if, if he not. took it from, from my, <laughs> my tobacco extract, I, I guess he'd be good. But if he's taking shark liver oil, he's contributing it's, to the problem. Yeah. So it's the same, so it's the same, but it, but it produces, so check, tobacco check, produces check. the same. It seems it, like it, it's, it's an intermediate yeah. compound. Let me see, do it again. 
Check one two check one two. Yeah. I think you just gotta go close on it. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta take that out. spit guard off. <laughs> These are no, trying times to be it's taking fine. the spit guard off the of mic. Yeah, it's fine. no the spit guard off the mic. And you guys can share. <laughs> you're all good. These guys have been around each other too yeah, much right. enough. So um so that's a pretty interesting. So you're just figuring out which comp. You're, so you're you're basically finding compounds that are. Uh, so with the with the tobacco project, it's it was basically um, you know there's a market for squalene, and right now uh, the main two, source two. is pulling out of shark livers. So that's crazy. kind of kind of put American tobacco farmers back to work and and make an American make a domestic product out of plants, something that's sustainable, renewable. Um, that was kind of the goal goal with that project. But that was my my dissertation from a PhD at Texas A&M. And what part of the tobacco? So how do, what, what, how do you produce that out of tobacco? Is it honestly is it like an extraction uh, thing, or it, is it, it really is I'll, a lot of uh, it, getting into the cannabis industry? I kind of figured there'd be a lot lot larger uh, learning curve, but all, and all all this stuff is bioseparations work. So when mm -hmm. you have a, a phyto bioproduct and you're you're trying to you know get it to market, you got to clean it up, and it pretty much ends up being the same stuff. You're either dry or wet extracting, uh -huh. or going through cleanup. And, and I mean, even for this, this comes out as oil, so we're even fractioning. So that, actually, this is the first stuff that I ever ran a short path on, right? <laughs> Did a squalene fraction long before I ever cut cannabinoids or anything, so. Right, and what kind of what kind of returns are you getting on that kind of stuff? Uh, so a lot of the field-grown stuff, we're like two and a half, three percent uh, <laughs> by dry weight, so not great. Oh, now we got stereo. Um, but we're we're a lot closer to like uh, six, seven percent on some of the research. Okay, so, so so roughly, yeah. So it's like something where it's. It, uh, I mean, when you start talking in those percentages, it's pretty high, actually, uh, considering we're, we're growing something and it's two to two or so percent is really like our techno-economic like feasibility cutoff. If we can't get two percent, sure, you're never drying it, you're never extracting it, never getting cleaned up to you know be able to sell and ever making a profit, much less get get it extracted. Yeah, so. it's like yeah, it's like um, you know, the hemp game kind of figured that out the hard way too where people were like you know i got all this biomass and then you're like you start to do a, an extraction and you realize like dude it doesn't even pay the fucking right. bills to do the to extraction do so right. no you know and you're like what no but he said it was you know and, and you look at the numbers and it's like but there's also so much loss in the in the from step one to two to three to four you know Absolutely. And, and it's all handling and you know the classic issues um I think because our guest last uh, was it two weeks ago, right? Was uh, so Bill Drake, Bill Drake, and he was really concentrating on uh, almost half the show was about tobacco because he was really, uh, you know, adamant to say like that tobacco's not bad at all. It's just fucking been totally, you know, saturated in chemicals from day one to to the end and so it's one of those it, things where yeah think of when when the processing into a commodity came to an existence for for cannabis it's now we're a little bit more like you know, green aware it's consumers you know don't want this don't want that in our crops tobacco was not that way when it was getting heavily industrialized and people were building big co-op warehouses and trying to get out tobacco rag and stuff it wasn't the case it was how do i stabilize this at the cheapest cost and get it out mm -hmm. and i mean <coughs> there's really only one huge you know organic producer in the u.s and well, as what, far as tobacco goes well that's what he was saying is like it's and we well he gave the website the, the one that there was maybe not the it might have been a smaller one but that was and what was it called again dave remember nothing Can't remember. not remembering 
The yeah. people that go for uh, what's it called? Tanner, what do you smoke? Remember? Natural sorry, spirits, what? right? You don't remember that? American, American spirits. American spirits. Yeah, that, well, the guy. Well, that was the nugget. Okay, but that was the funny part is that the guy who was on the show he started American Spirits, right? But he took. He said it, he didn't own it anymore, though, right? That was no. He he had it. He started it, and the thing is, he was a little cagey though about telling. Like we never really got to the final of, to figure out if it really like if even American Spirits were good because it's kind of like his whole deal was you just grow it yourself because there's right didn't like didn't sound like anything really was good. And it was like also crazy was saying that there was no compliance across the board ever for any tobacco from the beginning till now. And you're like, really? So they didn't even have to do one single pesticide test? Like, no, not even one. Like, Well, that was the thing that he was trying to really say is that you can't, since there's no compliance, yeah. you have no idea even if American spirits are grown to any standards right now. It could just all be bullshit with a snazzy name on it. And, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that you do in, in tobacco that you know you really can't do in in kind of some of the other industries and one of them that you kind of have to do is you know applying sucker side you know these are plant gr growth regulators that you're putting on there and mm -hmm. you know if you told someone you you were trying to keep lateral branching from happening so you applied something to your to your cannabis they'd be like yeah i'm not not buying that well there was plenty of those Never there was plenty of those products on the market for a while but well, you know they, everything everyone makes goes it like, somewhere and then at a certain point they go like yeah you can't oh is that why that works so well? <laughs> that works so well you know what i mean there was um and so you guys been working down in Tennessee together, you and, and mm -hmm. Tanner. And uh, obviously he's coming from a, a getting it done kind of side. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. He's yeah, always yeah. just actually doing it from, you know, like, and also from the ground up and kind of learning about, you know, the way technically the way you should in a way because it's like if you do it like that you're gonna fuck up and that's part that's of the deal. best way to learn man and if you don't fuck <laughs> up some i mean i've seen you teach other people and those people you know like take mm -hmm. off with you know and it's also like a lot of things like when you're good at what you do uh it, and people that work with you like just like growers you're like huh so you don't need me anymore, I guess. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> they quickly grow out of their, you know, zone. <laughs> and this industry has been kind of, you know, in a weird way because it's unregulated. And now it is regulated, sort of. But when it comes to that kind of, like, knowledge, uh, I'm sure you, as a team, I already knew you guys would kill it because I'm like, all right, you got somebody who can't sleep at night if you can't figure out something. And you got somebody who can stay up all night working just because he knows he needs to get to the finish line. Um, how has it been so far in Tennessee? Has it been long and hard? Yeah, <laughs> lots, of, lots of rain this season. Ridiculous amounts of rain. Yeah, really. Yeah, because I know in the beginning you guys had to wait a long time, right? So I think right now we're almost 15 or so inches of rain more than we should have for our annual rainfall. Not at this point in the year, but so the mosquitoes are like this big. Uh, the mosquitoes actually surprisingly really haven't been that bad, but man, the the caterpillars and weeds and everything has just been. I mean, it's it's an ecosystem for sure. Um, trying to stay on top of cultivation and stuff when you can't get your tractor or even your UTV in the field some days is definitely pain in the butt. But it's also uh, <coughs> it sounds like it's. A, I mean, if it's, if things are growing that good, then oh, it's very healthy plants. Very healthy plants. And. Uh, 
You guys are, what's your harvest times? Because you're a little bit behind. When we get back, pretty much. We'll, 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 be, we'll be starting, um, pulling some top stuff. This is the we last, got some other this stuff. This is your last, your last moment of uh, rest for a second, right? Slight sound. <laughs> yeah, we got a big crew coming out on Tuesday, and they're going to start trimming, pulling smokeable out of the fields, that kind of stuff. And then probably middle of the season, we're going to get into just drying the bulk of it through these uh, drying barns we just bought and been working on setting up out on the farm, too, so... Should be able to do three to 4,000 pounds a day dry in there just as the whole plant. And the stuff that's going to extraction is just going to be milled and just, just push it out. And that's 25 acres of CBG, and then there's seven acres of CBD going right now. So, and Without CBG, I mean, we're, we're small, a little bit uh, more herbaceous plants, like not too, too stemmy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll be able to mill a lot of that down. It's like, you know, 16 to 18%. And if you're just going to extract, we'll, we'll still hold our percentage, hold our tire for extraction. Why bucket? <laughs> There's not any. It's just been us out there too, done everything with yeah. the equipment. So We're little guys too. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and are you finding other like? Uh, I mean, because you're obviously on the hunt for all sorts of minor cannabinoids and any kind of. I'm, I'm sure you, you see something that's like whoa, and other people might not notice. Did you find anything else? That, We've actually noticed in um, like CBC, in one of the lineages that we have it. We don't have a lot of uh, a lot of COAs back on on some material. We've. Uh, some send a good bit out. Um, we'll probably get that back in the next few days or so. But as far as uh, phenotypes, we just kind of observe. We we have one lineage that has a lot of fasciation. So what I've come to notice, a lot of people in Kansas City call them polyploidy or look at it, mm-hmm. but a true fasciated, genetically fasciated plant. Um, Which is like, it looks like a mohawk or something like yeah. that. It's like kind of like when you get, looks like you slam two buds together. Those are always the ones that are like, you know, I've seen him in fo- I remember seeing him in like Rob Clark's book, and there was definitely like, and, and then once you start throwing down numbers, you're gonna see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not like yeah. at first I thought, oh my god, I'll never see that. That's so crazy. But then like, especially with the walking hemp fields, you'd, you'd it's a numbers game. You'd get one every yeah. so often, and you'd be like, okay, this one looks like hey, it looks just like the book where it's kind of like yeah. going right <laughs> down. And it so far, I've never seen one that's been like anything advantageous at all like like you get the double stem sometimes where they're like yeah we've had some of that some albino traits some albino that's cool um here's one today that was from last year i don't have any in the field this year but that's from last year can you get that one up there somehow can we send that can you send that to him get that one yeah sure send it to face of face of base (laughs) (laughs) at gmail and then uh what's that one that was in gannonsfield today there's a lot of that going on. It's producing purple because it's not being able to process chlorophyll. Right. It's it's getting cold and producing some of those anthocyanins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that fasciation is like one of those things where it's uh, I've never seen it really improve yield or something like that. Yeah. Even though you think sometimes because you get these like flat, you ever you see those flat double stems, which you're like, yeah, okay, it's. Double the stem. Something's going. You know, this is, and then in the end, it's just still like still the same photosynthetic rate with the same amount of carbon going, the same amount of biomass. Yeah. So there's there's occasionally like I always love when you get okay. So what's the okay when you get stem, when you get buds in the middle? What is what is the technical? But we can get buds like on the on the petiole. Or, yeah, or kind of on the middle of the st- the leaf or the petiole. That's just that. Not not sure botanically what you'd call that, but I mean it's a good mutation though. I think it, that, it's, those it's are one of those those are one of the ones where you're like, if I could just get that to go on every single. <laughs> Because <laughs> as you're pulling the leaves off, you're like, man, it'd be great if I like literally every leaf had a little bud. And, and you kind of have occasionally things 
that will do them sporadically. And I've had males and females that kind of had that trait where you'd see the male would have like a weird, like extra leaf in the middle or something. So I didn't really, and I, you know, didn't really get it to the point of actually seeing if it had a male flower, but it had something going on in the same zone, but never got it to really. Got, got some type of confused Maristin <laughs> thrown out, thrown out the wrong world or something. Yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think, like you're saying, it's just a numbers game, though. Too. Yeah. You're gonna I mean, when you're doing thousands and thousands of thousands. That weird picture, right. you get it. You're gonna find some stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Is it you want? Was it was a face? Face of base. Just face of base at Gmail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I did it. <laughs> I think we, we we may have we we may have done it. We may I have figured it's it out. Done. I told you these guys were smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you said that he was smart. You know, he's the dabber. Yeah. And he and he's the brother I, no, of the dabber. All, they're all, these guys, like I said, they're they're all they're, they're all different levels. I just knew that he would be loud and obnoxious, but that's just that's how he is. We all went right back now, to the house and fell asleep. He's quiet right now. I just woke up again. He's quiet right now, but I, I, as, it, as it rolls out, give him a see. couple of dabs. He'll wake up. Couple of dabs. Exactly. What you need? I, ate, I tried to eat a bunch of edibles last night, and it didn't really, didn't really feel that. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. A day before you do the show. <laughs> ate a little bit more this morning. Jesse's over here giving me. I don't know what he water soluble <laughs> stuff he gave me earlier, but that was CBD, I think, right? Yeah. Well, try to give me water soluble kratom. I'm like, I've never, I've never <laughs> even, I've never even done kratom in the first place, but. Yeah. No, it wasn't the, the, the time to try it either. So mm. they're over there comparing it to different, <laughs> different things that I've also never done. So I'm like, like maybe like Xanax. No, like I, I love my tobacco. I, I smoke some weed occasionally. They're over. It's kind of like this. Yep. And that. Like, <laughs> need no further reference. Get the cough going, no man. I haven't taken any dabs at all. Well, here we go. Here we go. And now it's on, and now the moment is exactly. It's clogged. Like, <laughs> is it clogged? Just oh, suck it. Mm. Oh, I'm trying, dude. I don't want to get a mouthful of water. It's been sitting in my bag, so it's, yeah. Oh. oh, Jesus. Mm -mm, it's going to pop on me or something. <laughs> get a close up on it, right, Mark. I'm like, you're, we're going to have to. I used to hold it for me. I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. So, um. Uh, that was a bust. While you're out here, you guys are. You, you're helping him with his thing? Yeah, or, just, I mean, out for a small just gonna, visit. You're going to come and be like, hi, hi and bye. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how it always is, though. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, got a little bit of time before we got to get back and hit it. So, And I could not come out and see Gannon's Fields this year. I mean, they're, yeah. so that's some of the prettiest stuff I've ever seen out here, man. It's it's huge. Consist they're all nine feet tall. gorgeous, clean. You get lost very, in it. Very, very clean plants. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. And you've, but you've been on the same land for, you were there two years ago and then you didn't do nothing for a year. So this is, so I've been there, this, I did the second year on that land last year and this is number three on this year. Okay. So, so you did do something last year too, but. I did, but little... that was, that one was not successful. One of my partners got some garbage seeds, Here, pull the mic seeded, uh, seeded everything. Uh, and I had millions of volunteers I had to kill and burn this year. And <laughs> it was one of the craziest undertakings I've ever done. And I'm really surprised that how few seeds there really are for how, Many millions of plants were on this property at the beginning of the year. Wow. It was pretty nuts. I could send you a picture of just Ted up to his knees, just like plants, just nuts, <laughs> just like wild rose in the wheatgrass. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so how many different varieties did you do? Because I know the first year it was a little, quite, it was a little, you actually like sending some of it up, up into space, right? Oh, uh, tell, well, us, tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> space. Well, I, I hope it's my space weed, but I doubt it'll actually be my space weed. But I'm growing research for a company, or growing some plants for research for a company that's hopefully soon going to send a uh, 
hemp tissue culture clone up to space on the ISS to see how it grows. To bring it back and see how it grows, or Sweet. To try to grow it up. <laughs> I don't really know the entire thing about they bring it. it back, I just kinda, they told me a little bit, and I just thought it's I think pretty cool. cool. <laughs> They'd be like, space weed. You get <laughs> interplanetary, interplanetary smuggling. smuggling at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh oh, oh shit! First of its kind, space aliens here. First of its kind. That's pretty cool. I think. If you're gonna go, definitely if you're gonna do a Mars or or any interplanetary thing, hemp would be a great thing to figure out how to, you know, Grow it in u- space. utilize it there because it'd probably be like the you know the best of <laughs> as it always is. Martian. It'd be like oh, it's the one it's thing like growing that the potatoes with this poop. Well, it'd fix the soil. <laughs> it would it would produce so much oxygen. You could exactly. clean your soil with it. Sure. If you're doing terraform, well, create a planet. I mean, you create a planet with it. Exactly. Terraform with the weed. You oh. always yeah. told me terraform. There you go. <laughs> Turn the red planet into green planet. Yeah. <laughs> and you saw the thing recently where they were saying, uh oh, here it goes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I told you it was the beginning of Black Sabbath every five seconds. It's getting hot in here now. <laughs> Uh, I guess he cleared the clog. Adam did it. But did you see they they said uh, it was a couple? Oh man, that Venus or something could have sustained life for Venus. <laughs> I, I heard or that Saturn. actually. I think it was wasn't it? Wait, wait, the one with the big storm. That's Venus, right? That big, that'd be, yeah. No, that'd, that'd be Saturn. Saturn. Oh, Jupiter. Oh, that one. Then. Jupiter. Jupiter. I think Jupiter. No, we're all over. No, the, we're all over the map. It's one of those. Sounds like wouldn't be in the habitable zone. I don't know. But... Just go to one of those planets because it's, it's, it's good. I heard it was good. I heard I there think. was some fire there. <laughs> I heard. I heard. But uh, what do you think about? Okay, so that was one of those stoner moments where you're like. Yeah, you know, weed came from another planet, of course, because it's like one of those things where it, theoretically it could, because it could definitely try. I mean, seeds are pretty damn fucking indestructible. They you are. Know? Like, if you sprout a 20 year old seed, which we've done, it's always like, damn, that's fucking pretty impressive right there, just on the fact that it's managed to sustain itself for that long. And it, hold life. You did know? they ever sprout the seeds that came with the the, the, the ice man? <laughs> the guy they found up in the cave, and they found like he had a little little pouch, and he had cannabis seeds and residues in there. I mean, I don't. I never heard of them sprouting them, but they. I do believe I heard some vibe. I can get you some. We can do. You can just chill. Get you some water. That would be the coolest thing. Oh, look at him. He's got to get up. He's caveman cannabis. Thank God I didn't give right. him a real bong. If I fucking hit him up with this one, he'll... probably mid. Gatorades. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Adam. Look what you did to the guest. I warned, I warned everybody. I knew. I knew it was going to. Oh happen. my goodness. So you, you guys don't have good dabs in Tennessee, then? Uh, I'm. I'm not a, not, not a dabber at all. What? I don't know what you're, talking, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, I thought you dabbed. I thought you can dab with me. Oh, I'm sorry. taking like a dab for it. Oh, okay. I don't like that Adam. That is. You kill the guest. They kill themselves, dude. I never ever. Adam killed the guest. They always kill themselves. Oh. It's because he ate edibles before last night, and he didn't. They're just kicking it now. That's my fault. I, I made him do that. Oh, he's back. It was, it was, it was a bad choice. Stay strong. Oh, you, strong. you got some of that drink? This, uh, you can make CBD. a plug. Oh yeah, what do you got? What do you what are you advertising on the show now? <laughs> Stay strong. Uh-huh. I don't wow. make it. This guy does it. Wow. All right. So um, <laughs> we're talking interplanetary. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. 
one of the things that was good to get you on the show, Connor, because I know I could just tell by when I when I mentioned that you know we're gonna. I mean, this is the Croptober show. I wanted to kind of. Uh, not just talk about getting ripped off because that's also one of the that's one of the uh, realities of Croptober, but it's also it is also a great moment where people harvest, but it's also when people figure out like, oh, yeah, I didn't real realize that was going on, and it can be uh, fungal, it can be pests, it can be all sorts of things. What because you guys are in a completely different climate than here. What what, well, what have you been finding? What have you been finding out? What, what's like, <coughs> <laughs> it's controllable though. Especially from a pest point of view, because pests are one of those things that, like now, it's too late. Oh yeah. To do anything except walk around and like yank off anything you see that you know can maybe help mitigate or whatever. But is there stuff that you now figured out? Like okay, next year we got to. Oh yeah. Do yeah, this yeah. because absolutely. Regalia is religious. Oh yeah. Regalia. Okay. So uh, any type That's, uh, of. Any what's type the name of, of the company again? Mar- Mara. What was the name of it? Maroon Did you try Mar- birds? There you go. See, we got... Ah. Hey. I used to work for Aubrey, so he knows all Did of you bring it. Birds oh, in? see, I went to, now I have to get Jesse in here. Well, when, you, when you've when you coughed your way through enough, to, we'll, 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 we'll do a switch <laughs> out, and then <laughs> and then you can do... And then you can go and, like, you know... You want to cool, swap, Jesse? Cool down. Whenever, whenever, whenever. Let's say now. I'm just going to sit near Mark, hang out with my boy. Oh, see, I already knew. Okay. And you can just slide over to keep it easy if you want. Oh, man. Boom. There you go. See, then we got. Oh, look, we got the brain. So now we got the brainiacs and the stoner crew over here. So we got a combo. Yeah, so now we have actual uh, teams. Yeah. Okay. Team. You gotta get Tanner's headphones. It's okay. He'll keep coughing. He'll get worse now that he's actually. Oh, look at him there. See. All right. So we got. Uh, Jesse, no. I haven't seen you for a while. I know it's been a long time. Here, yeah, you have to get up on that mic. As close you'll you'll hear you'll hear the your quality be a bit better and you get tighter on it. Um, are you you just happen to be back or what's what's the deal? Uh, I'm actually in Denver now. Oh, uh, cool. Around Boulder, yep. Awesome, awesome. So you're back in the in the saddle here. Wait, around Boulder? Get him on camera. Let me see his face. Hey, that guy right there. He's already on camera. Come on. No, oh, no, I see. Yeah, I, I have some. Oh, there we go. There you go. Are you in Boulder? All I know right. everybody. Like They see now he knows. No. <laughs> um, Hi, nice to see you. But you nice went to see out, you, too. You were out in Oregon for a while there. You got to yeah. see that whole sort of side of the, 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 the industry. And like you were saying, you, 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 you also... Might as well just give us give us some credentials because you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have so no, I have no real credentials, so I always like to hear my, my how my guests are way more talented than I am. So. <laughs> no. Uh, earlier you mentioned Tanner trains people, you know, and then they kind of take off. Uh, I went out to Oregon with Tanner and learned some extraction from him, and kind of took that and ran with it out there. Um, then we kind of I got into testing, analytical testing out there as well. So I which is in, huge in Oregon, right? I mean, they're like. Yeah. They were like the pretty much the most rigorous. Maybe the California probably just up there with them because they're always difficult. But Oregon seemed to be like taking it serious and actually, yep. like for reasons, doing things. Yeah, more, so than, more than just <laughs> more than just like you know, like they'd be like, "Damn, they got another <coughs> one out of it," you know, because they they kind of saw the how things moved through the industry. Yeah, they were they were very strict about like uh, Guardian was a good example. That was a yeah exactly. And, and we were hyping them up hard on the show, and we were all excited. And then all of a sudden they got caught, and it was like they had the ivermectin in it, and it was like, you know, the owner was literally going in the middle of the night, like putting it in without people knowing. No. It was like it was like really like dude, yep. if you gotta make something like that, you might. And the crazy part is, is that I think technically they could have <laughs> even had it in the formula. 
if they announced it, it wasn't even about the... Right. Because it isn't the same as Avid. It sounds like it is. You have to have a declared active on the label, and since it's an active and yeah. it wasn't declared, they got in trouble for that, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, and so. then I think it just was too much for everybody. And they, But I was bummed because it was actually like one of those things where I, I literally was like, oh, this, I'll use this every time. This shit works great, you know what I mean? Works and then, so well. Yeah, and then it was like, <laughs> well. oh, this is, there's <laughs> yeah. a problem. So you started working in the in that industry, and what did, were you actually in the, so were you in the lab, or were you? Yeah, yeah, so uh, running the HPLC for potency, and mm-hmm. then uh, I ran a GCMS for the terpenes. Um, one of the other guys ran the pesticide, so they kind of dealt with more of that. We, we caught a few different scenarios, actually during that time period that popped up because of the cannabis industry and the testing regulations where um, there were some contaminated pesticides in the market. Uh, Later on, I moved into working for OMRI, Organic Materials Review Institute for the organic agriculture industry. Right. And, uh, how how realistic are they as far as a company, though, or as as an organization? Because I've always, like, you know, obviously, if you see OMRI, you think, okay, at least it's gone. They, they paid their bills, right? But does it really mean? Because a lot of times I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't really trust these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like it helps. Like, it almost seems like, like you pay the fucking man to do it, but it doesn't necessarily mean your shit's yeah, uh, that clean. Well, it, the OMRI label does kind of hold some sort of a standard in my eyes still. Um, but you have to look into how to use the product in the right way. Mm. Um to make that actually mean anything uh, because you can, it can still be OMRI listed as like a pesticide and you can't use that as a fertilizer because it contains stuff. You know what I mean? So right. like there's just different levels of like well, there's a lot of, what you have to look into. And there's a lot of products out there that they knew if they just call it something else, even though it's not that, that they could get away with not having to get, you know, get it certified properly. Right. Or it could get certified where it couldn't get certified as the other category. Yeah, there's a few things that uh, you could call actives that you could claim as inerts, you know, or something like that and still get it listed, but it wouldn't be able to be otherwise. So um, that was interesting as well, going through that and then like getting test results from ODA saying there was contaminated pesticides, you know, things like that. I went through a while out there. And so you, but you were doing potency, which is pretty much what everybody, who, you know, most of the people listening to the show would rather talk to the guy who does the potency than the guy who does pesticides. But of course, if it's, you know, you're, in the market and you're, you're not going to, especially with like edibles and things like that, you, that, that's where that becomes super important. Yeah. Um, I'm always like, half of me is like, dude, we, like we were saying earlier in the show, import had mold in it, you know what I mean? And people still smoked it. You know, the, the local grown, half of that shit was, got avid sprayed on it probably three, four times by the time you got <laughs> it, you know what I mean? So, so as a guy who smoked a lot of weed and back in when nobody was really regulating any of those things, I think now we're almost like to the point where it's like, I think Oregon almost took it too too far sometimes where you were just like, really? Yeah. Like, you know, but then again, there's things out there that we all think is not so bad, but then at the end of the day, like, like Spinozad, things like that, which are like, they don't seem, oh yeah, but everyone's used it for so long. And then later you go like, yeah, but when you start smoking things like that, you, it changes. Do, you, did you ever work with anybody like those? Like as far as like, Anybody taking it to the next level, not just testing like the plant, but figuring out the smoking side of the plant? Because I don't think anybody's really, there hasn't really been much studies of post burnt compared to, you know, products that you like, like for instance, neem and things like that. We know just suck because they, 
fuck the taste up, so none yeah. of us want to use it for that. <clears throat> but it's like Eagle Twenty, though. You know, you don't want to light that on fire. No, well, Eagle Twenty is just a <laughs> <laughs> terrible example because that's all around bad. But yeah. yeah, you can just tell because you open it up and it's like gasoline. You're like, all right, that's petroleum. Your nose. Anything right. petroleum <laughs> smelling always was a bad sign. Like I remember in Amsterdam, <laughs> it was like I had this one product that someone gave me, and it was like I think we had like uh, root aphids. It was like the first time I ever even seen him, and this is like probably 91 or something like that you know what i mean it was like and so it gives me this little pack and it was like some blue and i put it in my reservoir and as it hit the reservoir i just knew it was bad i was just like oh <laughs> this is bad like i could just see how weird it spread it spread like like you know they started to like just fill up the whole thing and all this blue foam started coming out of the sprayers and i was like <laughs> i was like i am not smoking any of this like there was just no way that any of that weed was going to get smoked by me blue at all foam. and it just was like i could f- see the pain pain in the plants you know what i mean it was like there was they were already getting attacked by root aphids and that, that's where i was and it was a bayer product it was like i already knew i just knew it and i was like oh why did i do that you know i mean it was like the worst feeling but um, did, did uh but it I have been impressed that I've seen some pretty big gardens where people are following all the rules and they're keeping everything at bay. Well, the tobacco guys are doing a great job. Yeah. I mean, they're used to, you know, a five-foot row crop, um, you know, treating it like a cash crop. They're used to to cultivating, they're used to spraying, they're used to providing a smokable material at the end of the day, so. I mean, I mean, doesn't tobacco have an advantage of the fact that it's a fucking poison in itself? Like, doesn't, doesn't that kind of keep, keep certain, <laughs> keep would, certain, would think, like, you, since you the think. main ingredient in most pesticides is tobacco and some, you know, cayenne or some, you know, those like old school soap cayenne and uh, tobacco, and, and it would yeah. work, you know what I mean? And you're like, okay, so that, if that works, you figure the plant itself. And, and, con- and, and that works for a for but a there's lot so, of things, what's the but main bug? Well, I guess there's certain things that just are adapted to so, fucking tobacco. Well, obviously, right? tobacco, we have like a like hornworms Cut worms and stuff, and stuff that, that are very specific to feeding on tobacco. Yeah, that's I mean, what I would figure. The, there's actually a pretty cool relationship where uh, some of these will actually feed on the tobacco and some of the volatiles that, when it processes through them, that go leave out of the little little caterpillar actually recruit. They, you mean the poop? <laughs> gaseous, gaseous volatile. Gaseous volatile. The, oh, gaseous. The, as they're Wait, consuming, as they're, as they're consuming. Oh, and so, so some of these, some of these volatiles actually recruit wasps that are literally waiting for that smell to know to go that that caterpillar's on the plant. So the, we, there's some some other little intricacies that are so, helpful, but we still do have a lot of a lot of pests in, in tobacco. So if, if you're growing growing organic, I mean, Dipel's one of your best friends. Up there, I mean, it's just so moist, so wet, and everything. Everything that wants to feed on there is just dragging along a whole bunch of microorganisms on there. Mm. And I mean, tobacco must be one of those. I mean, it is. It, before, other than cannabis, it was like the number one cash, cash crop, crop yeah. as far as per acre. Um, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but but then I don't know if you start taking into effect all the the workload and and the amount of like time and energy because I mean what they must costs. have the tobacco really dialed in as far as how to harvest it and things. Or how, I mean t- to some degree, but it, or, or is it, it still a lot it, of handwork? It's still kind of. a lot of handwork. Um, I mean the the difference I would say is in cultivation. In in cannabis cultivation, there's certainly a lot of work where we just we just haven't built the implement for it. We haven't, you know, figured out the best way to, to do it at large scale. But the tobacco guys got that figured out. But when it comes to harvest, yeah. so much of it is still just hand stuff. Like Pico tobacco and fluke here, you know, you're grabbing leaves and 
for for your burleys, you're usually cutting and hanging stalks. So I mean, it's it's labor intensive still. Right. Four years ago, I flew to Kentucky to look at a bunch of reformed tobacco farmers who were growing hemp. Yeah, there's and a bunch of them. They told me that they were getting, they had to invest, so the, they'd have to go to the bank at the beginning of the season yeah. for 6000 an acre yeah, for, to manage it, plant it, and harvest it. And get, at the end farm of loan. the harvest season, they would expect to make back between seventy six and $7,800 an acre. Yeah. You know? Or excuse me, sixty. They, they made seven hundred, eight hundred dollars an acre. It, it, it was cr crazy low numbers. I mean, yeah, you're making twelve hundred, fourteen hundred. You're you're in the cut. You're still still doing well. I mean, that's wh why, why do you have? Do you yeah. think you have so many people that have run finger transplanters? You know, dealt with you know big crop and everything that are so anxious to get into into hemp. I mean, tobacco market yep. is drying up. Um, yep. You have all these people saying, "Oh, well, we can't find biomass. We want biomass." Like. <laughs> These guys have biomass. What they don't have is a connection to the cannabis industry. So, I mean, you have North Carolina farmers that have been tobacco farmers for generations and generations that now have, you know, kilos and kilos and kilos of, of crude oil. They don't even know what to do with. <laughs> well, have them call the Adam Dunn Show. Yeah, right. On a Friday, and we'll find. We'll, we'll, I'm sure somebody will listen. Get them a done deal. And huh? We'll find a home for it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Get the done deal. Lots of CBD over here if you need. Any. Lots of CBD. Way more they than we know CBG what to do now. CBG is the hot <laughs> cannabinoid. So for if, the year, if you have the ability to refine. You said you were getting 16, 18 percent. What is the what's the final form of that? Is it a smokable flower? Are you making an extract out of it? But what do you want? I mean, it's it's still cannabinoids in the plant. So when we have people that are looking for for smokable flower, we have people that you know are wanting wanting crude. Um, of course, you know we can still take it to take it to distillate if people are wanting to you know formulate products with it. What have you? Doesn't matter. So I'm, um, I guess. Uh, Very similar protocols, slightly different uh, temperatures here and there. I mean, that's what it really equates to. I haven't had a CBG since that CBG joint we brought home from uh, Lady J's, and it was like a cup of coffee. Oh, it is great. It was really. It was a. Uh, Not a fan of CBD, uh, but CBG is. It's it's pretty yeah. uplifting. It, there's no anxiety. There's so, no high to it or anything. But it's 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 bright. So what do you guys think about Delta Eight? Since uh, that's like the hot, that's actually the hot. Can get it anywhere. Can sell it anywhere. People are feeling really comfortable. You know, just the, the door. It like the door's gonna shut soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's an it's a non-native <laughs> cannabinoid. So I mean, essentially, you made a new pharmacological product at that point. It's a regioisomer. I mean, doesn't exist in the plant. DEA, FDA, no matter who's trying to write rules on it, that they're going to say it's not native, it's not natural, and it's unstudied. Hmm. And CBN, uh, on the other hand, you know, if you want to make a CBN, synthesize CBN, CBN's still in the plant. So not really much that can be said on that as far as legislation, new legislation. Now, yeah, that's one of the... Th okay, so CBN is one of those things where as a grower, like it's like already CBD was kind of like off our radar in the beginning because we were all so THC fucking heavy. That's all we wanted and that's all we knew and we, didn't, we weren't really testing. Nobody was testing. Everybody was just going on effect and it was like, alright, this thing really seems to be strong. Lo and behold, super high THC, almost no CBD and then the ones that were kind of like had had a good effect but they weren't necessarily like, like couch lock or something like that or they weren't giving you like amped up. Those ones tended to be those kind of like Across the board, full cannabinoid uh, profiles, um, but now with CBN, I've always been like, well, can't you just let it just get old and then it just turns into yeah. CBN? Like, isn't that like part of the the degradation almost of the I plant? Mean, or how, how, yeah, 
technically. I mean, if if you're going through slow natural oxidative degradation, your your THC is going to end up with CBN eventually. Right. It's pretty long and low and stale process. Sure. <laughs> and and then and then the, but to pro, like so to make it, for instance, from high. So if you had something that was already like let's say it was high CBD or high THC, can those be converted? Theoretically, just down into CBN or with loss along the way. I mean, th- th- there's yeah, th- there's there's definitely loss, loss, loss lots throughout of, the way, but I mean, not as much as you might think. What would you get on? The, what would your kind of returns? Because it's funny how I think because CBN is definitely one of those ones where, <laughs> like, we all know it works. Yeah, it fucking works not in a good way, <laughs> like not in a fun way. Like, whoa, dude, last well, night he's, t- he's calling out cannabinoids. <laughs> I use it to go to sleep. Oh shit! Last yeah, night we, we were like, well, it's like you just wouldn't remember. Like, it's almost like you know, it's it's it's. it's It'd be the perfect sleeping. It's, it's the perfect, you know, end of you know. It's not the kind of party thing. It's more like oh, yeah. okay. It's CBN melatonin. It's like see you can Monday barely. Morning, like. Yes, you, <laughs> Put exactly. Yeah, and I don't think yeah, you got to keep that quiet because we talked about that years ago, well, and people were like, you know what? Well, that's a think, direct competition to Ambien and all the sleep <laughs> medication. Course. Yeah, and that's when they get scared. And but come you don't. After but you. you don't drive your car in the middle of the night and like, you know wake up and say, Seven Eleven, like what the fuck? You want to take it while drinking and stay up? Um, well, no, I definitely. Uh, anything high CBN has that kind of like couch lock thing where it's just hypnot- almost a hypnotic or something, right? Where you're just like, yeah. And uh, I mean, it's like when we take all the reclaim from the from the puffcos and and you just make one thing. Like, like, like I dab. like I was uh, I was in Puerto Rico. You do what now? <laughs> Hold on. You never smoked re- Oh yeah, you don't dab. <laughs> Not smoke it. No, yeah. just make edibles from it. Oh yeah. Because yeah. it's already been activated, so it's yeah. like. And so I, I did that. The heady culture is very new to me still. <laughs> I've been been in this for almost a year now, but the heady culture is very new to me. So just like take that right there, scoop. You know, just hit that. Just take that, <laughs> drip it back in. <laughs> And then put it into, like, I, I made some brownies before I left Puerto Rico, and there was a crew down there that didn't, we were on hemp farm, and only, like, two guys smoked. The rest of them were, like, always, like, really curious, right? But they weren't, they would not dare smoke. And on the way, so the last day, I took what I had, made some brownies, ate a couple pieces, left about half a pan, <laughs> and got on, and, like, went off to the airport. And on, like, halfway to the airport, my phone's ringing, and they're like, hey, uh, Mario won't come out of the bathroom. He's been in there for like <laughs> half an hour. He's been in there for like <laughs> half an hour or 45 minutes. I was like, why? What happened? He's like, Sleep. yeah, he ate like two of those pieces. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's like mid 50s. <laughs> he's like mid to late 50s. He's never smoked. You know, he's never smoked in his life. He just was cur- super curious. <sighs> and he just woofed down two of them. I was like, what was that guy retarded? Dude? Like, <laughs> he knows, he knows oh, I left those things there. They're going to have weed in it for sure. Like, there's no, I don't just leave brownies like <laughs> lying around. And so then it was like, it, I think he was there for like a good hour and a half. And it was like mind blown, you know, <laughs> world crushed crap. <laughs> he like slept for two days or something after that. But yeah, the shit's strong. But it's a, yeah. it's a good way to use everything, you know. One of the easiest ways to convert it is to uh, use UV light and then oxygen as well, just passing like oxygen across it. Wow. So that's specifically UVB or UVC, something a little more intense. Yeah, you can it, buy lamps that you dial in a wavelength, and you can find like a specific yeah. wavelength. That's awesome. Um, or, or, or reactor tech. Reactor tech's always good too. Tell me about reactor tech. <laughs> Reactor Tech. Say it, say it, Dave. Say it. ReactorTech.com. <laughs> can't, can't say t- too much, but I mean, basically, if you're doing doing simple reactions with you know 
hydrogenation, dehydrogenation, or what have you. I just prefer to try to do everything in, in a reactor. I mean, even for, sort of like, Delta-8 and stuff, running reflux or cleanup, it's just reactor makes the world better. Hmm. That's a T-shirt. He's not lying. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a reactor makes the world that's better. That's a T-shirt right there. You want to do that five liters and clean it up? You want to do 20 liters at once and just clean it up in the same thing? Yeah. B every time. I'd say 40. And so... And, and so Going back to the UV light thing, what would be the what would be the like time frame? Because UV is always weird. It's like one of those things where you intensity you, based. You, right? you hope that it's working, but you're never 100 percent sure. And then it seems like it is, but then it, the tech seems too like nah, that can't be working because it's no. just like like sometimes like yeah, just wave it over, boom, it's done. I was like, really? Yeah. That killed all the pathogens? Like, come on, dude! Like, doesn't seem possible. You know what I mean? And then there's other times where you've seen like it's in, it's an industrial grade product so it has to work there's no way somebody's gonna put that much money and that much uh you know into it but it's also because it's just running a huge like uh aquaponics system or something where they have to you know run massive volume so uh, i believe the people that i know that were doing this were under the light for about two days oh yeah okay so, that's, so that's, a decent amount of time you yeah. know with some intense light yeah it's gonna have to be pretty intense okay that's all that's not like yeah because that, 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 right? it's, that's a good bit and it wasn't you know it's not great conversion they got like 60 percent 60 it's not bad but that's not great probably have some some that's oxygen that's, in that's, too, a, if you're, that's if you're just providing that's a huge oxygen and a, and a uv catalyst. and what, what would be the starting material though uh, CBD. CBD. Yep. Okay, so CBD isolate or CBD uh, probably or distillate. second pass distillate probably yeah, work better. Distillate. Second pass isolate be pretty clean. I mean, mm-hmm. see, what's crazy is I, I come from this the side where you know we isolate everything, try to do everything as clean and as pure. But a lot of the stuff I found in the cannabis industry is is you know pre isolated form or like like terpene industry for for example. And in, in the phytobio products, we always want to clean up, purify, and make the most clean ice form of, of a terpene yeah. to sell. In the chemist industry, you want want the blend with all those minute miners that you know. Yeah. In every other industry, we're going through column cleanup to get rid of. Hundred percent. Yeah, but that, and that's been bizarre. The, but that's where all the magic's at. And it's like that's apparently it's literally the difference. Well, I think that's what's happened in the industry too, is where everybody, um, you know, followed like big industry standards. You know, think about the unicorn stories. Like, like I haven't heard. I mean, I hear a few people here and there shopping whatever but for the most part they're almost you know they're real people and they're actually shopping and it's a real deal whereas a couple of years ago it was just mayhem right it was like dude i need 10,000 kilos everybody in their everybody <laughs> and their brother was a years. everybody and their brother was a broker can anybody do that and there was just these stupid and it numbers. 20 brokers to get to a to b oh, oh no yeah remember dave oh. that was like what was there 11 brokers are my favorite there was like a, brokers. 11 brokers in one deal when they thought yeah. it was only one and uh-huh. it was just like oh there's, by the way there was these 11 you're like oh my god this is ridiculous wait a minute you mean we have to speak to nine people before we can even speak to the guy who knows the guy whose cousin is the guy <laughs> Yeah. The yep. hemp, really? Always. How long is that going to take? So it's so. So I think. Uh, yeah. Always. You know, the dream. I also noticed, like you know, people's calculators were, were broken because they were so like. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the dream Doesn't world. That many zeros. Oh, they were in a dream world. They were like, oh my god, I'm retiring. I'm going to have an island, buying an island, and I'm going. And then the next week, you're like, they got nothing. They haven't even been sold. You know, 
all that was fantasy. You knew it was fantasy because it was just like the same. Dude, but it's for Revlon, man. It was the They're same. They're putting it in a fucking paperwork. Thing, Everybody was, yeah. Like Every, these big companies aren't shopping. Yeah, here, man. Right? Yeah. Dude, Coca-Cola's getting into it, man, and they're going to buy up all this land, man. Well, at one point, there, there, there will be some of those bigger industries will, you know, step in and things will get, I mean, because that, that is the one sad thing about the, the hemp and cannabis industry is as big as we think it is, it can easily be bought up and just, you know, shelved Commodities by somebody. Well, somebody, could, somebody could easily yeah. just come in and be like, you know what, and give everybody an offer they can't refuse and probably eat up 80% of the market because people are just be like, sure, that sounds great. And then, you know, a lot of zeros. with a guaranteed, like, we don't give a shit. We lose that much money all day, every day <laughs> for the next 10 years and still make money because we have so, you know, they have so much more going on than than most cannabis people do. So, yeah, we, we have, you know, I think the best thing to do is just, it's like a music industry. Own your shit. Don't fucking sell out because the minute you do, you're, you know, you, you've devalued your whatever line you've fucking worked on. Yeah, it's it's crazy how many companies in Oregon actually are owned by, like, one particular company and it's just a bunch of different brands that you don't even recognize, you know? They're like Canadian-owned. It's like Budweiser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they kill all your beers. Like one day, you're like, "What do you mean, blue moon?" That was that was one of the reasons I quit drinking was because I was so sick of fucking like being disappointed when I my favorite beer like Elysian was bought up and you know all these like you're like, "God damn it!" Like I just was feeling comfortable giving my money to those companies because they you know seemed like the right thing, and they just another conglomerate and cannabis is getting that and hemp obviously is. It's harder. It's funny. It's like one of those ones where everyone thought they were going to get rich, and now everyone got crushed. Just wants to break even. And now right. a lot of people are jumping back into cannabis because they're like, oh, I actually love cannabis. I've, you know, <laughs> yep. Cannabis is the only reason I didn't kill somebody from the losses of the hemp along the way. You know, I mean, it was like one of those self. If, if you end up with it with an acre of hemp you can't sell, it's, it's, it's sitting there. No one's gonna have an acre of, of cannabis like two THC rich chemo type and be like I just can't get rid of it. <laughs> right. No one wants so to true, buy though. it. That's no so one true. wants to run it in a column or anything. No. Some, no. Um, <laughs> just take out an ad on Craigslist. Come and smoke my weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, speak, speaking of so speaking of of miners, another thing too that I think is probably gonna be and it's very strain specific. I don't know if there's you can't so THCV and CBDV and things. Can you? create that or is that something that's only plant derived those would be a little bit harder because that's the it seems like a if you're going down the journal derivative of, of cannabinoid synthase the virins are going to be on your other side so you can build some pentyl and propyl <laughs> variant stuff but you're as far as getting virins that's a that's a separate branch and before you even get to cbg mm -hmm. so i mean that's going to be it would it would be I, I, it's probably going to be a lot harder to synthesize those well i, I think, think i mean because I, I feel like that's kind of like the I, I feel like that's the as a breeder that's kind of more the like ooh, that's the thing i'm looking when i if i if you ever see anything with high thcv uh and, and if you're going for cbd obviously cbdv but for definitely thcv because that's like the the south african strains have those a lot and there's certain there's certain regions that produce those and that cannabis was always really like had a certain weird quality to it like where it'd be like yeah i can't really put put my finger on it but it was like a weird 
I wouldn't say creepy, but almost creepy high because it's like like creepy it's a, high. It's a clear, creepy it's clear, <laughs> it's a little uncomfortable, but in a good way, and it doesn't last. It's a last, little uncomfortable it, in a good way. <laughs> you know, and Just it's, try it; you'll like it eventually. But it's also you like a short-lived, so it's like kind of like the minute you figure out that you actually like, oh, it's actually I don't know, it's gone. Fuck. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like the Durban poison, right? Durban yeah. poison, and, it's, yeah. Yeah. and it makes people paranoid. Ooh. A lot yep. of people feel that paranoia. What? Yeah, sweaty palm, huh? sweaty palm weed. Is what you're like, you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you're like the kind of stuff where you're like, I gotta get up. You get up, you walk around, comes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, I think that's part of the medicinal quality, though, that, like, oh, that shit worked. You know what I mean? That's like no denying. You know, there's certain, certain cannabis out there that you'll take a hit. And, like, I also get the thing where my almost, like, if it's really high THC, it almost feels like my teeth are humming in a way. Like, I got like a like a vibration, almost like, like, such a big hit, especially with bong hits or big giant dabs or something like that. Super like, cerebral, like it's, just feel yeah, it in, it's like in I can, front of your head. I feel it in my teeth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, a, like, oh, that was strong. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. But I think the THCV would be one of those ones that it, if you find a strain that's high in that, that's something to focus in on. Um, you wanted to talk also, I know, Connor, about some breeding uh, uh, just proper breeding techniques I guess because you're you're, some, some cause you're you're actually coming from the lab the lack of uh, of true stability I guess would be where yeah so I, so I was on the show I was on the show the other day and it was like one of the questions from one of the one of the people listening because it was all with James loud and it was about um, uh, IBLs and you know how to keep them uh, how, to, how to keep the traits uh, separate and so it was kind of one of those uh, I think under there's not very many IBLs. There's very few. Like I'm almost none on the market. And and it, true IBLs. I and th- there, that, there's, that's there's, exactly my inherent issue. Is how <laughs> how are you going to sell an F1 seed group when you don't have true breeding lineages to start with? Right. So. I think every well. I think there's a lot of. I mean, and that and that was my answer because. Was <laughs> there is no real? I mean, there's it's 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 been so hard up until now to have steady a steady you know a location, um, staff, crew, things. No, you know, to be able to have a maintainer line for that many years, it, even just. it's pretty hard because you're you know a lot of stuff gets started and stopped, started and stopped project. You know, and so the only reason you kind of know where you started and stopped is because you're the guy who did it. And if you hand that off to somebody else, they really don't even know where you know. There's there's a pretty hard to keep that vision going because everybody who's I mean most people are as they're growing a generation they're they're like oh yeah I remember four years ago that same stuff you know that's the one you know they'll whereas it somebody else is pretty hard to like write it all down for them right. yeah, look for the one with the it has really tall, <laughs> tall bracts. And then and, and good thing environment, <laughs> environment doesn't play a role in that and at it's all kind of got the right? leaves that go Yeah, no way. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's got like, you know, specific uh, growth patterns that you just kind of hard to, and sometimes it just, it's because you grew it in the summertime and it was fucking that particular climate at that moment and then someone else takes it and starts in the winter in a, in a room with, you know, oh, total purple. And it, yeah, or it just grows shorter. It doesn't do any of those same things. So a lot of that stuff is just, you know, it's all feeling. Um, but you're coming from a lab sort of side too, so you're, I'm sure, maybe a little more brutal when it comes to selection compared to... <coughs> well, even just to getting to homozygosity, I mean, getting down... Whoa, sure. whoa, 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 whoa. Back up and say that word again. What the... 
homozygosity. So all your zygotes are exactly the same. In other words, if you make an F1, your parent, both parents are true breeding inbred lines, then each, the only gametes that they can have is exactly the same copy. They're diploid plants. So when you make that F1, you get the same copy every time from one parent, same copy every time from the other parent. That's why all your F1, if it's a true F1, yeah, and that's all your F1 should but, be all exactly the same. But that's the hard part. It's like one of those... Where do you have your inbred lines? Well, who has a real true breeding anything out there that's like not been... Because we're working with all like kissing cousins all around. And everybody's got... <laughs> somebody's you know like it's got uh, some sour and it's got some og or it's got some and it's like oh my god we're like there's so much uh shared uh dna already yeah that it's well and that, that's even become an issue with uh some people doing uh phylogenetic studies on cannabis it's like okay well i got this it's supposed to be a land race but it's like did you go pick it did you go pull it out of the kush mountains because other, other than that like you have no idea yeah and so they start doing a lineage map and trying well, to connect types and they have you know no idea what's what well there's been a isn't lot. that like the, what the goal of phylos bioscience was was until they got a little diverted with their when, when did that happen well oh it, whoops it, uh, <laughs> don't bring that up dave okay dave. no adam but, did it in, and there was a moment in time where it was like, um, you know, pretty specific as far as like, the, you know, you had, you had a limited amount of people going to these places and there was like actual land races that were pretty untouched to a point. But I mean, that stopped in mostly with, I mean, travel, it's, it's all about us stoners traveling to places thinking that, you know, we're doing a, a doing them good by giving them some seeds of your own and that's the thing is like cali people i'd say, I'd say cali fucking ruined most of the world's cannabis just because they grew such good cannabis that they you know, had to fucking show off what you do and like you know all the stuff that came but can you blame them if you of course not. first oh, yeah. because then you're like wait a minute i can cross anything i want of course not. and, and <laughs> yeah. so and so and so like you know in amsterdam we we in the late late 80s early 90s when i was there uh, it was like kind of the crossroads of like the end of a lot of those strains you know there was like like durbins and stuff where it was like yeah you got that you could still get it and it was pretty beat like it was like wasn't like wow it was more like oh, okay and that's that's what that is and that's why land races kind of had their thing where of course everybody's going to go and go for the shinier you know one that's got more resin and you know it's got all the things that that people are looking for but at the same time you lost all those original strains that had really interesting qualities that were especially the hash making ones because a lot of those were not made to smoke they're made to make hash they're so, just straight up yield kings yeah and so like it's like for instance if you go to uh, morocco now it's like a lot of cheese and a lot of oh, most of it's mostly dutch strains that are brought down there and those and you know and, and american strains by other people but it's like so you just see that getting kind of like fucked too, where it's like, okay, it'll be stronger and it might even be, and you can see all the different kinds of hash coming out of there. It's like, there's a lot of really nice, like, whoa, it's beautiful. But at the same time, there was some really good stuff for fucking thousands of years that's now gone because we've yeah. fucked it up <laughs> as, we do, as we do. So, um, but the... Uh, the, to to do a proper IBL, like you're saying, if you had a real F, like a real uh, pure, let's say a pure Afghan and a pure uh, Thai from that's a totally different style plants, so then you would be able to follow those a lot easier. Nowadays, it's like 
it seems like you can get way more on target for what people want because the target's a lot smaller. Yeah. There's less to fucking play with. You don't get those extreme differences. The, 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 the pool's narrow but deep. Yeah. The chemotypic difference, phenotypic difference isn't massive. We're all yield kings, all, you know, a few variant traits, but yeah. th there's that depth in, in different mixed genomics and teasing anything back out. You don't have, there's no starting point. There's nothing to reference to say this is where this came from first. It makes it frustrating. Hmm. In most other crops, we have that, or at least we have successive lines that have, you know, corn, like, maintained for, you know, decades or so, improved on, but still used as a maintainer line. Yeah. It'll never be planted for anything other than making more corn for seed production. And what's funny is like so like for instance Durban poison like which they call Durban around here but it's not Durban. It's like it's like it's so it's like a Jack Flash or something. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's mm -hmm. a quick flower, eight or nine week. Smells like Jack hair. It's you know it produces good. I can see why people like it. It's a great plant. Grows outdoors fine. It does all the things you want it to do. But it's absolutely got nothing to do with fucking Durban poison. It's not like, real. Yeah. No, it's got <laughs> it's just, it literally has zero. It's like so far off the spectrum of like, yeah, that's in an imaginary world. That'd be a great, like, if you just look at it and go, like, no, that would not grow. It's got nothing. To, like, Durban's really wide and it's very tight buds and dark and it's got like, you know, purple tones and it's liquid. smells like licorice and it's got really nice, like, oh, that smells just like pure licorice, like anise. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got like a nice anise kind of vibe to it. But it doesn't, it's not super strong. It's not gassy at all. There's no, it's kind of a weird, it's not fruity. It's more. There's that earthy earth, spiciness to yeah, it. Yeah, which is, it's which is, special, though. which is super special. But yeah. it's also one of those ones that I remember growing it in, and being all disappointed and going like, like, why would I want to smell like this is not <laughs> what I want? And not appreciating it at all. And you, trying. You couldn't appreciate the paranoid high yet? <laughs> no, no. And you know, it's like, it was one of those ones where it's, it's, it, it was so disappointing as a grower that I was kind of like not feeling it. <clears throat> like, whereas you get other stuff where it's just like you're high before you've ever even smoked it. It's like, oh my God, it's going to be so great. This is more like, I can't believe I fucking wasted this much time. But that's, you know, uh, I literally just did exactly what everybody did and like jumped right to the, like, straight to the frosty stuff. But I mean, I think cannabis has improved so much over the last 10 years anyway. Like, just generally, it's like, it's all gone up. Multiple levels. When we reached it to the point, where, you know, like you're talking about some of these hash plants, like some of those aren't going to be as you know, even enjoyable to smoke. Like we've reached the point to some degree where we're like, okay, we're pumping out the bioproduct right now, but there's got to be room for for some of these niche elements, whether they're different cannabinoids or even just very unique terp profiles and stuff. I mean, there's got to be a market for that always. At some point, you don't need any more THC, at least in one hit. Right, like. Yeah, I mean, there'll, there'll always be the. I mean, people are, you know, like I always say, like it's the, the, the skulls are getting thicker. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> especially when it comes to cannabis, because everyone's like, eh, whatever, you know. Like people are smoking way stronger weed than they were before, oh, yeah. and and also obviously, the, no one ever had concentrates like they have now. No, you know, like. You, we'd get oil once in a while, and no one knew how to smoke it. And it was big mess. And it was just like I, you got this really good smell off of it. Like, ooh, that smells strong. And occasionally you get one or two good hits off of it, but it'd be like with some stupid like meth pipe or something. You know what I mean? And it'd be like, I ain't gonna walk around with that thing. You know, it's like you gotta hit it like this. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, this shit's too weird. So like, it never caught on because of that. But nowadays, of course, there's a hundred ways to smoke dabs, and people are, you know perfecting that at the same time so they're perfecting their extracts which i think is like 
it's, if it wasn't for extracts, there'd be imagine how much weed there'd be. Like imagine how <laughs> like we, we would have we, we would be like sitting with so much swag right now. Like oh my god! So it saved mountains many, of popcorn buds. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, it saved so many crops too. Right. I mean, people would have had nothing. It's like you either have this, and sometimes it can go from like the worst crop to like almost some of the best extracts, especially with plants that like didn't tighten up you know what i mean they stay all loose yeah and people are like not and so it comes out super clear and it comes out like really nice and you're like oh this is perfect you should fuck up like this every time (laughs) but but um uh i think it's like changing the way people grow too so i mean because i know you're growing i know you're growing with with tanner stuff but you were you were not growing before tanner though right you were total lab Dork, no, <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 that, that's pretty apt description. It's me, me and sixteen Chinese nationals in a lab. Oh my was, god, as the token American, <laughs> that, that's learning how to say like "excuse me" in Mandarin so I don't like be rude and stuff like that. Wow, yeah. good times. Bats? Was there any bats involved? No. <laughs> Pangolins. <laughs> that must be a kind of a, a, a relief to come out of that vibe and now you're on a farm with with tanner just like i, I belong on around, a farm goofing around with tanner <laughs> compared to like 16 chinese nationals that's a pretty big difference that's like a it's like a major uh, they're both really loud <laughs> <laughs> and they dr- and they drink about the same amount of whiskey <laughs> no we ho- let's hope not let's hope they drink a little bit of baiju like, like it's like rice um like r- like rice moonshine like, basically uh, like a, you know, Ooh, it's, it's sake it's oh it's strong it's, sake. it's, <laughs> it's proper like yeah uh, really? Rice liquor. So, uh, and, and, and you were, you were kind of growing, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've also been growing pretty consistently. Good. Um, and, and you guys are growing for extracts ever, or you kind of like still grow for flour and just hope to have some extra to make some extracts <laughs> out of that? That's still yeah. been my goal. I very rarely do I grow for extracts. Like, like kind of like, no, dude. I, I put all that work into that. The last oh, thing I want to do is... Yeah. If there's something on this... I and mean, there's plants that just get fucking like, all right, that plant is not worth trimming even. Like, let's just, you know, like, let's just <laughs> Yo. take the very, very top top fucking couple inches off of those and I'll just right. you know the rest Same and then you get other that you're like yeah there's really even the bottom buds are too good to fucking throw in the mix you know what I mean but uh, do you uh, do you have any have you come across any strains that have like just been like dumpers that you just kind of like, like when you were out in Oregon or anything like that because I mean there they have there's certain like uh, Oregon heavy strains. Yeah, uh, the the TJ's group honestly had this chocolate Kush that was really really str- heavy producer out there, mm-hmm. high yield. Hey, and TJ's in where they're, they're in a in Oregon in in Eugene. Yeah, in Eugene. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I I, I know I know that guy. Yeah, which one? T or yeah, J? Yeah, yeah. T or J? No, no, yeah. it's um. It really is. It's T N J. Yeah, let's it, see. It, it, I want to see what happens here. Who, who do you know? <laughs> who do you know? Um. Oh man, now I'm fucking confusing it. It's not. No, no. Um, I, well, they're TJ very different. Like, they're the super different. To they're, sweet. They're super different. To, like T and J are buttery. opposite ends of the spectrum. If you, yeah, you, you could never describe them as opposite of each other because I mean you can't can't just go with the old yeah you know the that guy the big guy the, well it's definitely a big guy and a little guy so which one big guy or little well, guy well there was there, <laughs> it's actually T and then J's is uh, two, plural too yeah, yeah I, know, I was going to say there's two J's yep, hey, exactly ooh. so uh, it's uh, for... Travis James and Jim yeah Jim Jim was my so I actually so you know it's hilarious is like, when I met Jim it was at um, 
a uh, uh, Diego Pesier meeting, right, in Seattle or where was it? Uh, Portland, maybe? Maybe Portland, yeah. It was at their main office. And he had Bloomberg filming this meeting, right? So I get there and I'm like, what? Why do you have Bloomberg actually filming this thing like like it's some big deal, you know what I mean? I was like, and and it was basically, because Diego Pesier was trying to like go big like they wanted to go hard into the industry like they were talking they want to be the top 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 best 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 and they weren't thinking about they were talking about everything except for growing <laughs> and like and like me and Jim were like both like we got to get out of here dude this is like a nightmare like we're and at the end I just basically threw down about hemp and kind of blew everybody's mind cuz I'm like you guys are all on the wrong fucking talking about the wrong shit like obviously weed is not even just grow good weed and fucking get over it. Like, there's no, like, you know, we, thinking about that. This is quality, quality, quality. Forget about it. After that, just hire good people that actually know what they're doing and you move on. But when it comes to, like, the whole, everything else about it, because they were talking about flagship stores and this, that, and the other, and then nothing, no mention of hemp. And the whole point of Diego Pesier was that this, uh, Jamin Shively, who was the main guy, who was a Microsoft uh, bigwig at one point, was told ahead of the game, like, hey, shit's about to get legal, you should maybe get into that. So he went hard and heavy into it, and he found out that his great-great-great-grandfather or something like that was, like, the biggest hemp farmer in the Philippines or something, right? <laughs> so I was like, dude, you got a whole... That's it, you're good to go. And he was not even seeing the hemp picture, and I was like, well, you should be doing everything out of hemp. The whole fucking thing should be hemp, hemp, hemp. And he was just thinking mostly about, like, I just want to be the biggest weed dealer. And I'm like, you're so not seeing the big picture. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Especially when your great-great-grandfather is the fucking biggest hemp farmer in all the Philippines, yeah. which was producing the most hemp in the world at the time. The fiber was, crop? It was all for, yeah, it was all for rope at the time, because that was, like, back when rope was rope. important. Like, World War II. Back when rope was dope. Actually, even before, I think, because it was, like, it was, like, when they were shipping, like, the real, like, like, 1700s and you know oh, like wow. we're talking like when rope was the most important thing because it actually made the ships sail to the places to steal all the shit <laughs> that, that, that was the whole point of hemp I like, used oh. to love rope back in the day yeah well <laughs> that was the crazy thing about Holland was or in Amsterdam especially was that in the begin like back in the shipping days that was their whole shtick was they would have a couple hundred boats in the harbor they'd have to re redo them all the time so like they'd go out for you know a year or two come back get all the sails and shit put on them and it's like if you read in the old emperor there was like the, on the back they show the ship on the back of it and there was like 60 tons of hemp on any ship any given you know, any given time right so 60 tons between the sails the ropes in between the boards you know every little bit they, 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 they kind of broke it all down there's like hundreds of different things on the boat when it came to like the lamp oil you know from the hemp oil like and it was uh, so imagine 60 tons times 100 ships times three you know x amount of times per year that's a lot of fucking hemp you're like yeah, where did all that hemp come from they right? grew a lot of rope and so they hate what so all the windmills uh, there was like 12 windmills around Amsterdam and a ha almost more than half were for hemp the rest were for grain and further stuff but so in Amsterdam north right where my office was was this guy this Dutch guy who was a uh, a super hard ass, and he was just like everyone hated him because he was like he ran the big fucking the rope thing, and mm -hmm. they basically dragged him out <laughs> and fucking hanged him 
by his own rope. There's like one of those, oh, like, shit. yeah, what? rope gang stuff. Now we're yeah. talking. So Probably yeah, his own rope. He fucking <laughs> rope gang, rope gang. He uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, he pushed. He pushed it a little hard there. But in general, the reality was you just were like, they grew up. I mean, it was just Holland was producing all that hemp. So you were like, and it's pretty north. You know, it's not the great. It's not where you think of when you think of hemp. You know, whereas like. Philippines, where they were growing all this, the Manila hemp, which is all the tall, like 20 foot, you know, so they yeah. have a beautiful fiber hemp. Mm-hmm. And Holland, I don't know, it's weird. It's weird that they actually produced that much and got that much good fiber off of it because nowadays all that northern stuff doesn't really, it produces more herds. You get more like. Is, is that more drug strain cannabis, not so much fiber strain? Probably. The Dutch guys would be on top of they it. They're smart about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was more like if you wanted to think sativa versus indica, basically. And indica being the shorter shorter fibers, mm-hmm. not good for, not. Production that's why they're that. good for drug production and mm-hmm. not for fiber production. And then the longer, taller, you know, what, what we were, you know, what people are calling sativa, but it's really just narrow leaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you would have, and there'd be like that dividing line between drug varieties and non-drug. And I think it is, I bet there was people out there that didn't, that had really, and, that, and that's my thing. If you could just find the best one plant to do it all, that's the best way to do it, right? If you could find a plant that, could, that had like that whole top area is like 20 feet above, it's getting, it's just 20 feet closer to the sun, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at that yeah. point, I don't know if that makes, I don't know if it makes much plant. of a difference 20 feet, but it does give you that like, if you think about, you know, poke your head up to that top area and think about all that compared to like individual plants with a big area in between, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to get, you have more of just by sheer volume, right? So and definitely. It's sea just, of green. And yeah, it's literally a sea of green, like a mega sea of green. It just and, got stilts on it. Right. <laughs> right? And uh, so then you get that dual crop situation where it'd be like, you know, more than a dual crop because you could use, you know, the fiber, the flower. The roots, you know, you get the seed. Yeah, well, a lot of the uh, a lot of the hybrid crops, I know, are you know, well, obviously hybrid, but they have <laughs> uh, they're try to put on a lot of fiber and a lot of a lot of density, a lot of growth early, mm-hmm. and then of course when it goes into flowering, it'll it'll still make a decent amount of oil. But I mean, if you're if you really look at how the plant functions, you know, it's a photosynthetic biofactory. You're only in, inputting so much carbon, mm-hmm. so the more things that you divvy out that carbon to become whether it's fiber or oil or flour, what have you, doing more of it with the same plant limits what you can do. So if you're going for just oil, you can obviously get tons of oil. You want to go just for fiber, you can go just for fiber. But a lot of those hybrid crops mm-hmm. have a little bit of an issue in that you're you're trading one for the other. Right. So. Well, I mean, I think if you're looking at it from a pure production of whatever that thing you're trying to, to achieve, for sure. But I think the key is that where, where the... Uh, the farms that are going to succeed are the ones that are a little more flexible and maybe got to follow the, you, know, you never really know what's going to happen because, you know, if you grew only for oil, now you're looking at this fucking bottleneck bullshit and you're like, dude, how much you want to be like, oh my God, too bad we didn't have more fiber. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of, it's a cool plant because you can actually do what you have to, with other plants you have to go, uh, you know, you have to grow this plant, and then next to it you grow this plant, and then next to it you grow this plant. That way, in case something wipes out at this, you at least you got this. But with cannabis, it's 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 unique because it's like the buffalo of fucking plants where you just use all different parts for different things. And then if you find, I mean, that's the cool part I think with growing like shitloads of it really tight and broadcast instead of trying to grow them, mm-hmm. you know, thirty thirty uh, inch 
you know, center or something like that. Like just go. Oh, like, we're growing it. Yeah. yeah, just go like fucking massive. Yeah, here million Plant seeds like per acre. You know, like corn, mm -hmm. and then um, uh, being able to to get not only good fiber but good flour and and all the above and and having that ability to kind of maybe cash out where you didn't think you were going to cash out. You'd be like, oh. Kind of have some diversity in the like, field already as thank far God. as <laughs> after the, where, where you're pushing After the locust killed us, Very thank, God for, yeah. thank God for fiber because they could only <laughs> eat so much of the flour before they say, <laughs> like, hey, let's get the fuck out of here, right? Um, <laughs> but in general, I think uh, that was, did you see the Kiss the, Ground, Kiss the Ground show yet on Netflix? Have you watched that? No, I haven't. What's that? Oh, I've been hyping it for the last couple weeks. It's basically, uh, it's a really good documentary. Woody Harrelson's narrating it, and it's it's about soil uh, regenerative growing, and oh, awesome. and how it's gonna, how it's the, and basically how you know smart farming can change reverse everything world. and change it. Yeah, exactly. And you really see like, holy shit, like that really is, you know, just because of the, se the carbon sequestering and the, the ability compared to there's really nothing else. Actually, know? being sustainable and growing from here. Yeah, and then well, they and they just putting putting that work into the soil and letting the soil kind of do it for you. I mean, that's that's huge i mean we've depleted our souls in the u.s terribly for for quite a few years i mean decades yeah i believe there's some people out in california that are uh composting you know all of their own biomass and stuff like that and then they're capturing the gas from the compost and generating energy from the gases there yeah. as Bio well as gas, the heat yeah. um, from the composting so they're getting really good at conserving energy in that realm and also just fixing the soil because that's the thing is right. right now like it's like it's all just you know dust bowl situation for a lot of places and or you know uh just non-productive they showed one thing that was really cool is they showed china where this one area was fucked you know what i mean like and 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 you could also one of the other things i liked about it was just the reality of like look at every great civilization and where they are they're all in the deserts right and they're in these deserts which weren't deserts a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> we just turned them in deserts. <laughs> and so if you look at those and you're like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. Like, they obviously didn't build them and, like, they didn't build the pyramids in the desert. You know what I mean? They built it where there was fucking fertile land right. at that point, And then they just fucking fucked it all up. And now if you look at all these, and there's some places like in the Amazon is the opposite where, you know, obviously the Amazon's not going to get taken out by that many people at that time we might do it but they couldn't pull it off at that point they, they could not destroy it it got came in and grew over them and you know really the minute we're we're not around is like we're the spider mites of the fucking of, oh, of totally. the world you know Fuck I mean? yeah like, like we're constantly building stupid shit it doesn't it's unnecessary you know what i mean like there's fucking webs over here it's, we need more webs more webs <laughs> you know and, and and in general the minute that there's they're knocked out or gone and the plant can do its thing again just like the earth you know it'll be fine so i think we're you know we're a blip on the radar unless you know, it all comes down to the asteroid, right? Like the next asteroid. I feel like we're. Elon Musk is gonna save us, though. He's gonna well, take us tomorrow. Well, it That's seems like you know. Hopefully. It seems like like we're getting like to that point where they they just know that we're about to like rotate into like a big clusterfuck <laughs> of fucking shit that's about to you know it seems like every every feels like it right yeah it seems like we're getting closer and closer to that like like I think the last one actually passed closer than our weather satellites. It's like. What? That's fucking close. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So that means I mean, and those are the kind of ones like, oh, those shit comes around every year. So you're like, next year it'll be, like, 
a, a couple hundred miles this way, you know what I mean, or a couple thousand miles this way, and that's all it takes is like. It's called, isn't it called Apophis? That big asteroid, and it, it's something in like eight years, we find out if it's going to go through the keyhole. Mm, and nice. if it goes through the keyhole, then in 20 years, we got a fucking problem. Nice. You know? Yeah, yeah right? Welcome to the key. Say the keyhole. Dude. Yeah. Do it, Dave. 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 Welcome to the keyhole. <laughs> the keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, but yeah, I think I think we, uh, that, that'll, you know, I, I think we're, we're, fu- we're doing a great job of fucking everything up, but something like that will come through and, you know, make us look like nothing in that, in that department. But in the meantime, I think... Until then, we'll, we'll switch to regenerative ag. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, exactly. No, I, I think, Dave, as much as you can... And, and the cool part about it, too, was it really showed you how, like, responsible uh, cattle... Oh, overgrazing is huge. Free-ranged in their own, like letting them do their own thing and, like, just the original patterns that they actually worked on their own when it was buffalo, was like, oh, it all made so much sense because they would come through, rough it all up, but not too much, and then they wouldn't come back for a year, and they shit everywhere, and then they'd come back. <laughs> and then shit all breaks. You know, I, was like, oh, this is, I was like, this is so perfect. It's so easy compared to, like, grain. You know, they just showed, like, you know, where cattle wasn't bad, it was because of where they were kept, you know. It was well, like, you look at the CAFOs, you, the concentrated You keep them on a bunch of dirt and then throw them some fucking corn, and it's like, yeah, this is a bunch of bullshit, right? And then if you put them on grass, it's like, they're fucking making the grass good, and you got that first topsoil that's yeah, cows sucking with, all cows the with cancer off all that grain. It's so much extra sugar, and there's n- oh, yeah. well, nothing protective about it. It's, well, it's, and it's and again, the, it's that carbon sequestering thing that you can't do with anything. And like cannabis is good for that too, and hemp is great for that too, where it's like fast growing and it's fucking sucking it in. And that was oh, that was the other thing that was on this documentary, which was dope, was they show a computer generated uh, thing where they punched in all the data and it showed the nitrogen it showed the co2 actually um release that was you know you could see the timing it was like oh right when everybody tills all their shit right yeah. and oh, so man. it was like they're tilling and you could see these swirls of red on the top and you're like ooh, that looks bad and then all of a sudden everything starts to grow and as things start to grow the whole thing the whole earth turns green and, and blue and you're like oh wow and then the down south they start tilling and you see the down you see australia and a few places that are doing all conventional any place that's doing conventional farming is fucking everything up you know what i mean mm-hmm. and if you just didn't do the tilling part and then they show the guy cruises around and he doesn't use a heavy tiller he just uses one that kind of does what a bunch of cattle would do which is kind of pound on it a little bit mush it around a little bit break up some stuff but not like fucking flippy you know like really like cultivation almost yeah, like just literally what what it's like when you break, you know, it's like when you're doing your super cropping or when you're like just coming in and just kind of trimming up your stuff. If you didn't do it, if you didn't manage it, it's like it's like forest management or something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't do it, it's going to get out of control, and then yeah. things are going to get out of control. Where if you go in and just do a little cleanup early, if you on. feed on grasses, they also retiller up and everything. There's there's a lot of uh, issues with soil, not just we we think everything or I do anyway. I think plants and everything, but a lot of how we keep animals as well and how we incorporate those together on a lot of modern modern farms is just destroying stuff but well, yeah you know, all uh, like all that heavy aggressive farming even with cannabis you see how it like changes the whole vibe of the plant like the minute you like have them all in their own little containers and there there's no there there's not like compared to like growing in a bed and no and a no till bed compared to like 
flipping out cocoa pots. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. those, totally. like there's a totally different vibe of the plant at the end. Like you'll get some great bud from the cocoa for sure, but yeah. it just doesn't. Well, you, you, can also get a, ground, you can also right? get a cleaner, cleaner field, clear propagation if you're doing stuff like no-till and, and, and making sure that your soil is healthy because... I mean, you have like fusarium and, and pythium species that aren't pathogenic, mm-hmm. but fill that neighborhood, you know? Yeah. So if you can have that neighborhood, you know, overpacked, there's no room for pathogens to move in. So, I mean, that's another reason. Keep that soil healthy so that you have something occupying the space. When you put that plant in there, that rhizosphere is not unoccupied. And, you know, who knows if it brought something from the greenhouse or transplants. Mm-hmm. That's just inoculating your field at that point with no protection. Yeah, I think we that's. Yeah, there's, there's no one to compete with. The, the neighborhood's open. They're moving in. Right. Well, it's also like, um, like uh, reverse osmosis machines. Like I hated them because they created this like breeding ground of perfection and cleanliness. You know, where like now it's like, oh yeah, if you were looking over the looking over the back fence of somebody's house and they had this perfectly clean pool, you know what I mean? It's like. Oh yeah, we're going in there. Like the dirtiest kids in the neighborhood are going into your pool <laughs> to jump in your pool because it looks so clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if you had a little bit of, like, eh, it's kind of a little funky, but it's actually doable. Then eh, I don't know. I'm not going to that one. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll skip that one. That's also like those are the ones that you're. That's where there's a little culture going on. There's a little action, but it's 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 okay. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it has some protections built in. And I think when you make things too sterile. That's why when you're growing, and uh, but it sucks because if you're growing on a large scale, you kind of have to. From the like, it's easier to maintain because people you can keep you can yeah. do checks and balances on people. Like if if you know things get like whereas if you're doing a or completely organic uh, greenhouse, no till, top to bottom, all the way around, all every bell and whistle, that that's something that's like sailing a ship you know what i mean at that point you're like you kind of can't ever do a full cleanse down because you'll kill all the fucking the whole you know, biome the, right? the, yeah. the biome will be done I mean, you can almost start at your establishment coursing through that you know start your establishment get you start from a clean bed mm-hmm. and go about inoculating it uh, you're gonna have enough residual naturals there that they'll grow back but well it's like i love it when get, you get to get that point where up. i love it when you get to the point where like you know that doesn't matter if things fall on there. Uh, great, <laughs> it's perfect. You know, you want it to be there because you need something to. You, you can see that that soil is active enough where, uh, you know, all those like everything you pull off, you don't have to worry about. It. You just toss it into the mix. Right. Whereas you know, if it's uh, when it's not, when it's like when when you're cleaning every little fucking leaf and you're making the place sterile, it's it's it. You have to just you have to be on either that path or that path. Yeah. And it feels like the path yep. of of. When you get to that comfy zone where you can just throw shit down and it's it's like "Ah, that's that's awesome. That's like that's like bonus all around, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's kinda on that but the only thing about those situations is if you do have any kind of fuck ups, it it's like a big It gets really big. It hurts your heart at that point because you've actually got like to kill a bigger thing than your plant. I'm gonna kill the fucking the whole system because (laughs) yeah, it's like, uh, we gotta start over you know, it's a it's and it's usually at that point just start over. Uh, better than try to fucking yeah. fix it because it'll, it'll linger, you know. That's um, what. So in in your in, in your, what's you're in Boulder now doing yeah. more of the same things? Or are you doing like testing? Or are you doing uh, like- no? Right now um, we're making uh, water soluble hemp extracts. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're 
we're one of the few that I know. Truly, of. truly water soluble. Yeah, truly like water soluble. Just the, right you know, you want to I got. Some? Yeah, I got some. some. Yeah. Oh, I'll, sure. all right. Bring it. Is this THC or CBD? Uh, oh, CBD. CBD. Yeah, CBD. Uh, and CBN and CBG. Oh, nice. And it's uh, 200 milligrams. Oh, those are yours. Per, uh, that, that actual drink is. It? Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's. Well, it's it's that got it in there. This is yeah. our product. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wow. So, give me just a sec. It tastes pretty good. Okay, so this is the whole packaging and everything. Yeah. Wow. You can have one of those if you want, Adam. But, yeah, they're like a hemp sports drink. He's got it in drops. You can just have them. Whoa. So I, many can you do them in your oh, eyes? Oh, shit. Can you do them in your eyes, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you can probably drop it in this glass if you want here, to see here, it. Here, 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 here. He'll get this thing. And Happy Mellow. Happy Mellow. Broad Spectrum. Oh, yeah, that would be the Happy first one. Mellow Broad Spectrum. And you say you're in Boulder. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the company I'm working for currently is actually uh, Science, um, And this uh, Happy Mellow is just so that we can get something out there in a retail market. Uh, it's 50% CBD, 50% CBG, and 50% CBN. How can it be 50-50? Yeah, sorry, sorry, 50-25-25. Uh, sorry, what my science team over here. <laughs> I said you guys are smart, but I didn't no, say you guys sorry. could. Sorry, 50-25-25, that's what I mean. Change numbers like that. Okay, so how many drops? Uh, it's yes. a milligram per drop, so whatever you want to. Okay, so He's going to put 900 grams. Oh, this is like, so I got to puddle. Puddle! Puddle! Puddles. Puddle, puddle. What's that? I don't know, like 20. Well, we'll have to meet up in Boulder because I want to try some. Yeah, uh, if you get me some information, then we can uh, so send you some it, samples. What's the, so what's the idea of this? Absolutely. So um, we're not in a, technically an emulsion, which most people are using right now. Uh, you know, they're using some sort of lecithin base, doing... Yes, I mean, I see tiny yeah. little things on the bottom, but... Yeah, I was like, going to say, you might be able to mix it a little bit, and it'll go away. Um, so typically, you know, you drop something in water with that cannabis. That glass looks it. like it's glowing. Does it? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's just, yeah, well... Drink it. Let's I'm go. Looking, I'm looking for floaties. I'm looking for like the fucking maybe Some those floaties. little. No, you know, you know what I was looking for was actually those little fucking. You remember those things on the back of the comic books? Those little sea monkeys. That's what I was like. I was like, maybe there's sea monkeys in there. Sea no. people. Yeah. <laughs> instant sea monkeys. Remember they had those the instant ones. Had, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you get any? Oh, did, you yeah. ever, did you ever order them? And then their little brine shrimp come, and you're all. Everybody orders them <laughs> once. Um, you know. It's always. Fun. Did you order the whole? Castle and everything, you have to get the whole deal. You gotta get the castle. No, you gotta get the castle, bro. Do <laughs> no. they still sell those? I mean, I don't. I barely someone taste has it, to. I mean, there's still okay. brine shrimp, and someone's still thinking they're they're growing mer people. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little. There's bit a like market. A, there's a weird. market. It's got like an aftertaste, yeah. though. Yeah, it, like, people can still sell uh, charged crystals on um, on Craigslist and stuff. Someone's still buying sea people. Dude, <laughs> it's 2020. Anything is possible. Fucking pet rocks, dude. You should come out, Dave. That's right, man. Boulder from Boulder, <laughs> pet boulders. Right. <laughs> pet boulders. <laughs> Just go out and get fucking rocks and say pet boulders from Boulder. And you start a fucking kids don't even dude, know. About to they don't even know. They'll be like, like "Dude, Boulder, bro, I got a pet Boulder." And you'd be like, "You mean like a pet rock? No, what's a pet rock?" You'd be like, "Oh Before my god, we've got, we've got <laughs> you it's now." A pet rock only yeah. bigger. You got to buy it with Bitcoin, <laughs> and it's with only Bitcoin. You can't right. pay with cash. Yeah, they right, and they, it only sits in no-till soil. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I do remember um, his name was Jared. And he was from Sugar Top Buttery in Eugene. Ah. And he took us to meet the guys from TJ's. Yeah. 
And then, and then there's a dispensary in Eugene that has a weird, I want to say it's, it's like a, a leaf name, but spelt different or something. And those guys. Whoa, that's so fucking intelligent. I, I can't <laughs> Leaf spelled different? <laughs> in a weed company? And I'm trying to, he knows Eugene, so he'll know, he'll know the dispensary I'm talking about, maybe. Uh, it's like, I can't it's like all you got to do is put a line over the top of one of your fucking vowels. And like happy It's lunch. all like, whoa, that shit looks like it's from fucking... Scandinavian or something. What was that? No, name? it's like <laughs> spelling life L Y F E instead of L I F E, something exactly. like that. You know, with a with a line yeah, over man. the top, with a line over the Blew line. My mind. Yeah. Yeah. How do you say that? Life, loof, life, loof. Yeah, I also like uh, the Fox Flora Gardens out there. Are you familiar with I them? I know them. No. Oh, okay, uh, they're pretty. They have some really nice flower that you were asking Shout about. out to Fox Flora. Fox yeah. Flora. What? And uh, Deschutes Growery. Those guys are really good growers. Um, and then Tao Gardens. I, do you know them in Eugene? Do no, I know? was with Calix Development, and oh. we bought the old um, the building that was on like 13th. It was huge. It was like 114,000 feet. It used to be an RO water plant. Then Eweb bought it. Okay. And we tried to turn it into something, but uh, it never worked out. Now I think it's like uh, some crypto farm or something like that. Gotcha. Because we had so much power brought in, you know, it was a, uh, it was the next power. best thing. Power. Yeah, power. Power. We have the power. If you only had the power of the dark side, Luke. It's ready for you. It's ready. Um, yeah, when's the last time you were in Eugene, dude? Are you? Dude, um, Years oh, well, I don't know. Three years? Oh, two right. years? Oh. Yeah. I lived there for... Uh, my son was born there. I gotcha. love Eugene. Size pizza, baby. I mean, Humble you're, bagel. You're, That's where I It's pretty predictable. Bagels. You went from Eugene to Boulder. You're just like, come on. It's, it's almost like well, not it's even like, moving. Barely it, Eugene moving. <laughs> it's barely moving. Eugene is like Boulder without a big airport. <laughs> I know. Exactly. As I'm saying. It's hard there's, a, there's a little more money in Boulder, really. That's kind oh, of... Oh, no. Boulder, Boulder turned into that. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't before, but now it is. <coughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm taking out another one. <coughs> Took out his brother. Now I'll take him out. We've, oh, oh, look we, at you. You're going to kill another guest. And Jake then there were Mark. three. Come on. It's all right. It's all right. Um... So when you're when you guys are out here, like I said, you're you're not coming here to help him in particular. You're here for other other options. You and Tanner, you guys are here. Uh, we pick up Tanner's fish tank. Pick up Tanner's fish tank. It's back in Tennessee. It's sitting in our <laughs> we, garage we got that now. Already. Oh wow! <laughs> it can't set it up because I'm pretty sure it's going to break the. Tanner the is an avid. A, Tanner was an avid. Uh, he got into saltwater tanks really hard. Just like everything he gets into. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. All of a sudden he was like. Crazy saltwater tank keeper. guy. I was like, he right. wanted to. He wanted to be selling reef to wanted, Petco. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that was Tanner. He, yeah. he had all these angles. It was like I don't know. Growing coral seems like a little slower than growing weed. Like, <laughs> weed, you can kind of predict <laughs> a little bit more. You'd be like, all right, in three months, I'll have some coral for you in twenty-seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the minute someone orders more than you can fucking produce, you're pretty much like at yes, and you're like, so we need to invest how much more to make this actually work? I mean. So, billion dollars. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you got pretty much we we go back and forth again, uh, talking about the field and stuff. So I had to come see it. I mean, it's, oh, good. It's so you got to go. Gorgeous, gorgeous field. So yeah, Adam, when you're gonna come out, man? Come on. Run the works all Biggest done. plants that oh, grow around everywhere. Yet, Don't worry. Gorgeous what do you want to come plants. out? Gorgeous plants. No, we should come out. The only flies. You're harvesting private, though. Private to where? To uh, Erie. Or oh, it's in Erie. Oh, um, near Longmont. Oh yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, just south of Longmont. Gotcha. 
In the zone. Send in the zone. Form. In the zone. Yeah, biggest plants I've ever grown, though, man. We got one that's like at least 10 foot tall. Most of them are like six to eight foot. No, I saw the it's, photos. And that was a while ago. I saw the photos great, a while ago. And I was like, and, and, and okay, oh, so tell us about, okay, this is one thing I need to talk to you about. Um, uh, the frost this year. I mean, fucking everybody was so scared. And then I called you, and then I checked with you, and you were like, nah. Got lucky. I was like, really? So if I, I, I prayed the weather away. Me and my whole crew were praying. We were freaking out, man. Did you uh, did you do prep work, or you just said fuck it and hope for the best? I mean, I yeah, they put I, a tarp I, I over all the acreage. I, I definitely yeah, fertigated uh, whatever <laughs> I could to keep them happy right before you know. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. Water the shit out of them first, so they don't fucking. But, just but not dry. too much. Not too much because it, it was about to yep. get super wet and it would freeze. Mm. So you know more sugar. Sugar freezes. At a lower temperature, so oh, happier the oh, plant will be. Oh Jesus! And you and your happy plants, all sugary, <laughs> sugary powdery. that vacuum all the way. Just end up with ice cube. So did you get <laughs> did you get any snow, or you just got kind of misty? Uh, so uh, we definitely got hit with a little bit of snow, and a lot of our uh, other gardens with some of the people that we've been working with, uh, they lost anywhere from sixty to eighty percent of all the gardens uh, near Boulder and all around us in Longmont. So. We were really blessed to only get a few inches. You were, and you were into some little nook, a little special nook. Oh, there. just that little nook right there. Wow. Just everything kind of went around us and didn't stick just as, like, as hard as and what it was, did in other places. And what, and, uh, Had a few lowers break, but honestly, it's, it's pretty insane just from the snow. how tall the plants were and how strong they were. They were able to take most of it, so they just kept pushing through. That's awesome. And it's like one of those things, I think the first time you ever see like cannabis with snow on it, you're all like, oh, my God, it's amazing. <laughs> and then it, it's like... Uh, depending on, it, it really comes down to your roots, I guess, more than anything. Like if you're in a container, you might not make it, but if you're in the ground, it's pretty much like more than, more than likely you're going to fucking survive. Something's going to happen. You know? oh, oh, exactly. Like, like, I mean, you're, I remember seeing your plants a couple years ago where they were, some of them that, that got split and then they kind of like came <laughs> back and pop back up and you're like, holy shit, that thing is like split completely down the middle, but yeah. yet it's still figured out a way to get nutrients enough to those little split pieces oh. to actually even make, maybe it wasn't like, you know, op, you know, optimal or anything, but it was definitely something. Well, and if you remember, I told you we got hit with the craziest hailstorm and all these insane microbursts that year, mm -hmm. and we didn't culti cultivate the root mass as much as we did this year. Right. So we actually had to stake thousands of plants back in 2018 just to save the garden, but I mean, we yeah. did it. We lifted everything up. We had a good harvest, brought it all down, you know, and then yeah. the cartel. Okay, okay, well, there you go. Now we get a segue. <laughs> segue. Um, nugget. Because, because part of this, well, it's not really, yeah, it's kind of a nugget. This would be a nugget of, of what not, well, not even that what to do because it wasn't your fault at all. But in general, just to tell <coughs> to show you how fickle, I mean, okay, like I said before, a lot of people got into the hemp game from the cannabis world because they thought, oh, okay, this is going to be legal, easy money, bum, bum, bum. All of a sudden, they realized, fuck, this is real numbers and huge, you know, volume. And, and also, you need to, like, hire the right people. And there's just all these issues and timing. Know who to trust and make sure you don't hire, like, an, an armed guard company that will probably <laughs> right, work with the cartel. All right, let's get into this. Let's work I'll our tell way. You when I'm let's going work to our bathroom. way. Let's work our way. This is like think of it as like a Netflix show. We have okay, to kind of okay. we have to ease into it. We can't we can't start with the end. Otherwise, well, we can, but we'd have to. Did we really tell the story on this show? We did, but nobody nobody remembers anything. <laughs> this is a stoner show. You can That's say the true, same. We could literally do the same show every week, and probably only half the people would figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. They would figure it out. They'd be like, wait a minute. Uh. It's already way to insult your fans. I'm just kidding. Don't insult your fans. They remember. I say anything wrong. They remember. Well, you they remember everything wrong. You say that's, that's part of the deal. They, they've been trained well. That's right. Trained well, my my listeners. They were listening right. for anything they can. You slip up once, Dave, you're fucked. 
Were no, watching, I just remember that hailstorm in 2018 because oh we were God, driving yeah. south of Boulder and had to pull over. It, there were so many of them, and it was crazy. Cars, all their windshields got broken. Mm -hmm. no, so, Colorado, Colorado definitely has its uh, amazing fucking hailstorms, that's for sure. But um, so anyway, so you had this. Uh, so you, I mean, when I went out there, it was fucking amazing. There were some beautiful plants. It was definitely, I'm sure, like you said, I mean, this year probably. It's it's always crazy like that too, where you think you, every time you see it, you think this is the best it's ever going to be, and then all of a sudden the next time you're like, no, that was best, no, that was that know? was nothing, you know? What I mean, you keep moving because it's like all of a sudden you just because especially when you see volume of high quality plants, like you guys had a, probably like maybe four or five different either phenos or strains going on, so there was a little bit of variances, but they were all like, oh my god, look at every one you went to. Look better than the other one. Oh my! Look at this one, and then you go to this, and then, oh my god, this one. And it was fun to. It was fun. That was a good one to show because we got to show a bunch of people who had never seen, you know, cannabis or hemp in any scale. And then to see, like they they actually got to see something that a lot of weed guys never get to see, which is a, a field of stuff that maybe you don't want to smoke it technically, but you definitely look at it and go like that looks beefier and more even more resinous than a lot of shit I've seen. You'll find in dispensaries. Yeah, and, but I mean, of course, it was yeah, it was it came down outdoor. to and it, and it was still the different different cannabinoid profile, mm -hmm. but it was just one of those things where now you you're seeing stuff that's pretty amazing. So anyway, you go through all the work, you you're killing it, you got. I remember you had people there working. It looked like a it was like way a, too many people. Too but. many people. So there, here's your first problem, right? Too many people. But and that's the problem. You're harvesting, right? So you need those people. Did you see that guy that was fucking trying to get people to come and harvest for like one and a half milligrams of fucking CBD or something retarded? Like it was like, <laughs> it was like so small of an amount, it didn't even make sense. And it was like you're gonna work all day for that. Like that doesn't. Even he was gonna pay him in like tinctures or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, weird. Exactly. So. But on top of that, you do need to hire good people, but then good people cost money and people who don't, you know, it's just, it's, it, it's a, it's like trimming on steroids and you don't get to smoke any of the scissor ash. So <laughs> yep. it's pretty much like the, big, <laughs> the biggest bummer of the all. But, but, uh, so you had a bunch of people, like we said, too many. And you guys were, I remember it was like, you had partners and everybody was stressing and things were kind of weird and the vibe, you had that kind of like the, the classic. Oh yeah, wait, wait crop, too many partners. Croptober mentality. Like of, everybody's like, oh, growing did, hemp's going to be cheap, Did right? you even make it to October? Money. Did you even make it to October? We, we did make it to October. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I was, I was no, no, we, uh, they... So it was a proper croptober we, we, fucking... Oh, yeah, proper uh, croptober. It probably <laughs> took us a month and a prop, half. Proptober. It was a prop, <laughs> proptober event. Um... <laughs> So basically, you had everything in that one like fucking spot, of course, and they all and somebody was there, like you said, who obviously, like every fucking time this thing's happened, the first thing you got to do is look inside because almost ninety plus percent of the time it's it's something inside because not everybody knows what's going on behind closed doors or behind a barn or whatever. Unless someone's telling them, and so mm -hmm. you you had you had hired like a fucking proper well you thought proper um, security company for harvest armed security right mm -hmm. and honestly it seemed like all of the guards that we had were really great guys and there was just this one dude that was giving me weird vibes and wasn't really friendly wasn't talking to me everybody else was like oh what's up how you doing I'm from here like uh -huh. if you if you need any help like I, we're just sitting here garden so like let us know and this other dude wouldn't really talk to us and I yeah. remember even telling the owner of the company before anything sketchy even started happening like you know what I don't like that guy can we make sure he doesn't come and they're like oh yeah he's just got like one or two more shifts I'm like no just like get rid of him yeah and I thought it was taken care of after that and then actually uh, that night I thought it was supposed to be uh, a different guard 
And uh, I was the last one. I pulled everything. I fluffed, you know, 20,000 whatever pounds. Fluffed. He's a fluffer. Yeah, I'm a fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 20,000 pounds of fluffing. <laughs> this guy. And we still had, you know, seven whatever thousand pounds hung up in, in another warehouse. Uh-huh. Still dry. Yeah. Oh, and if anybody has any warehouse space... I'm looking for some dry space. Oh, Dave, right I'm there. That's your, that's, he needs a, your kid, living room. Can you, can you use your living room? <laughs> Done. Done. Just fill your living room with... with I, I gotcha. Start setting up lines, please. Uh, yeah, as make many sure they, lines as you can. Just make sure they can hold a lot of weight, too. Yeah, 2,000 pounds per line, please. 2,000 pounds per line. <laughs> I need about 60 lines. Uh, come on, get it together. And I need about 200 feet long each. Unless 200 foot long. Unless anybody has like a couple hundred <laughs> storage containers, right. I could use like I'm a couple I'm going to need 50,000... Dental floss containers, <laughs> um, got you, and a big Coleman tent, and I'm gonna make it happen for you. Perfect. He's gonna pay okay. you a millimetergram and a half of CBD. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of CBD. No, I don't uh, know about a half. Five Maybe just a CBG. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll work. But uh, so anyway, you go through all this energy. You fucking got these. You, you got this shady dude doing security, which you already felt. Yeah. And then were you there? You weren't even there when it happened, so right? So I was the last person there. I, uh-huh. I did the fluffing, as we just joked yes. about. Uh-huh. And I finished the fluffing, pulled all the bags out, aired it out, burped the building. Gave, gave the, you burped the building? I burped the building, you know, burped just like the, the job. I was burping the building. <laughs> 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 oh. And... Uh, <laughs> And that was actually the, the first day because we, we were either parking a tractor, a semi-truck, or uh, uh, what was it? One of like the uh, box stands we were renting at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first night, I guess, that we just returned all the box stands and somebody didn't put something in front of the, the door that day. I, wasn't, I didn't even have access to tractors or anything. I just... You mean the door to the, to the, to the building? That big, giant metal door on yeah. our uh-huh. Consett hut, yeah. So and that was actually like... But yeah, that's it. And again, somebody like, forgot to lock the front door. No, we locked the door. They <coughs> ripped the door off the wall. Oh yeah, no, uh, that helps. Yeah, the usually. cartel didn't care. And See. they and they tried to steal our uh. semi truck. They stole a bunch of our trailers. And didn't they like come in and throw a bunch of like snowmobiles? There out was there, there yeah. was like six brand new Polaris snowmobiles. Yeah. Like they had those on a truck, threw those off a truck, and then loaded the truck up with your with more product. product. With yeah, product. and then they, well, stole, they stole all the, the truck. Vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. if you're gonna steal steal yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. And they tried to steal our our semi truck. They broke truck. into it. They broke all the windows. They wow. destroyed everything. There was still probably made like. Six or eight hundred pounds. They just left outside because you could tell they ran out of space. Yeah. So I mean, it, oh, it's, man. it's like yeah. it's like the rippers on rip rip, rip roids. Like, My tools rip were roid. everywhere. We had an entire yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like rippers on roids. So yeah, wait, it, it roids, was it it was an inside job from that shady security guard. So uh, isn't the security company li- doesn't isn't that a claim Do against their so, license so, and bonded right? So they were supposedly and this is Osborne Security. Don't use them. Garbage company. <laughs> um, anti plug. Oops. Anti. Say it, yeah. Dave. Anti plug. <laughs> No. From everything that I heard, we were supposed to be insured, and uh, near, 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 near the yeah, it, it doesn't at all. I mean, I ended up having to talk to the CBI, the Colorado Bureau of Investigations, and explain to them what drug strain cannabis versus um, CBD strain cannabis. Because they they just their like, cannabis is real weed and hemp is this. So I was like, well, you know what? A lot of people don't know, but it's just the same plant. Right. It's it's all garbage. Oh, it's all lies. He, he nailed it. Wait, <laughs> he educated them. He done gone educated them. Carl's wrong. It's not two plants. It's one. Right. Love Mary Jane or hate her. You got to choose. It's all one. So, so you were not covered. That blows. Not um, covered. That guy 
didn't get in trouble, even though you know he fucking probably is the one. You, you had so what? So what was the was there proof in the end? Because so, I mean, oh yeah, tell me. There were, so oh no, read, here's the part that I that got me is a they they tied him up, but then he got away or something like so that. They, or so what the, was whole, the whole the uh, whole CBI shit. report was really fishy. It seemed like there was a lot of lies and maybe some half truths that were coming out in some of the uh, testimonials that I read. But it was like a sixty or seventy page. A dossier that they gave us maybe eight, eight or nine, ten months later, and it took me a couple of weeks to read. But uh, all it really ended up sounding like was they pretty much knew somebody related to the cartel stole it, and they could have started tracking them. But it seemed like to me that the CBI is scared because they don't want to fuck with the cartel. Yeah, that's I understand what it sounds like. The <laughs> cartel's running Mexico right now, and anybody who won't admit it, like they're just lying to themselves. <laughs> like it's scary. Like you don't want mafias running stuff. It was long on paying their tax. <laughs> you know, it was, we're going to rip off this one business, we're going to come in, we're going to take everything, and we'll leave you alone until next year, then it'll be somebody else. But uh, we have a lot more guns now, Tax so if you're rubber. out there, we locked and loaded. <laughs> he actually, uh, oh, did you, like, you like my description there where I say, locked and loaded. I actually uh, had to chase a, like a Beamer or some kind of Mercedes off of uh, a road that runs by an oil, oil field uh, just north of our property <clears> the other night. <throat> Me and my buddy Marshall... And as soon as they saw us light up with the motion cameras, I had a 12 gauge in my hand. My buddy had an AR. As soon as that lit up, you see him just driving nice and slow <coughs> back and forth. They see us, we just start running. They just take off, probably going 80, 90 down this dirt road right in front of the farm. And I'm just like, yeah, motherfucker, you better run. Just like chasing, chasing after him, kind of did running. You have, did you have field. a headband? Did you have a headband on? I did actually. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. No, like it's just like running out with his boxers and fucking headband and AR. Dude, I was late night trimming, man. We gotta gotta hustle out here, you know, trying to keep hanging and. Well, that's the thing. Is like, <clears throat> I mean, so you can't hire security for that. You got to do it yourself. Well, at this point, it's kind of hard to let myself trust that. Like, I'd rather just protect my crop, you know. How that's, about I get you in touch with some former Marines who run a very licensed, reputable security company? Dave, what is up with your mic? I, I would definitely be What's interested in talking to any of them, but crackle, more, more important for me is if Close. I can just find a nice warehouse far enough away. And yeah, partners, if you're listening, let's get us a warehouse. Let's drive this stuff. We got this deal coming. You guys know it. Let's make some turbines. Now? now it sounds, I think it's better, right? What? Better now? It sounds better now. What did you do? You had it half plugged in? I just turned it off and on. Classic fix. Yeah, it's Classic fix. Yeah. Wow, you're such a mechanic. So good. Sorry, it worked. Hey, hey, it did because it was kind of CIA shit. definitely controls the drug trade. <laughs> yeah, at, least they, at least they're cracked. So you think it was CIA? <laughs> Isn't that how so you think it was CIA? Cartels are all just CIA. Oh, dude. Well, well, that's why I got to protect my own crop or your Marines, you know. No, I mean, I know Dave's some people. Marines. I mean, Dave's Marines. I, I don't. I'm not, is that the trademark? Get you in touch Dave's Marines. No. I'll get you in touch with them after the show, and uh, you, you know they they been they protect a whole bunch of different some some cameras uh, loving devil dogs. Yeah, well, yeah. especially especially because it's a, you know there's a certain moment now you know the moments because that's the thing they're not going to come when it's a lot of work they're going to come when, when it's, it's like done. ready yeah. to be Taken just away. picking picked up with one fucking you know machine or three guys or whatever it takes. Compared to like, okay, now we see all that stuff hanging. We gotta like get that in bag. Like, no. Oh, it's days and days of that, work. It takes a of month work. and a half, two months to harvest our yeah. crop. You know, it's, and, and they're not gonna show up and tie us up like Jesse from Breaking Bad. All right, guys, 
Go drive the truck, pick it up, hang it. All right, dry it. All right, check it. All right, yeah, t- it. chain you up, chain you up, and just sort of like yeah, feed you, feed you like a couple pieces of bread a day. Yeah, for like a month, for a month while they for a whole month while they get to work through material till they get tired of bucking and say screw oh, it. Oh, this is so much work. <laughs> I mean, that is one of the deals with with all farming, right? It's mm. just like it, the amount of work that goes into it. People don't get until they actually uh, are there doing it. Trying to do then, it themselves. And then when it comes to the cannabis, whether it be hemp or THC, whatever it is, it's like it's only phase one. You know, I mean, they still got you got like then you got to do the next process, which is, you know, when you're making extracts, it's nice because you don't have to fucking trim it. But when you're looking at your returns and you start to realize, like, shit, I didn't even have to do anything. I would have made more money if I just, you know, actually did that, just trimmed it, and did, you know. So there's there's like a points of return that don't sometimes make sense and you don't know especially if you need have to do that 50 50 split with the lab you know those are ridiculous well then then you're like oh there's half my shit oh this guy literally wants to pay me three dollars a pound for the best crop in the state why that that only happens in some some weird commodity industry like this like in in everything else it's it's paid by contract it's a service contract right yeah service contract is paid for all right but get your material back like as a processor myself, man, nobody comes through with cash to pay you. Oh, I guess. So you have to I'm take well product. Yeah. Like, that's what you got to do. You got to take what so, you can get. Yeah, exactly. exactly. What's the going rate now? That's why people take 50. For to, what process? You know, who? I mean, what do you mean? Percentage-wise, like, right. what's the rate? I mean, all uh, of it. What's the rate right now? If I walk in... All the good shit. If I walk in with uh, 100 <laughs> tons to be processed, what am I walking out with in finished product? What's our split? You just gotta back up a Jetta yeah. and like fill it, up your back. Yeah. Sixty tons know. of that run. Still a lot. So I mean, it, I mean, a I lot of them, a lot of them are 40, 60, 50, 50. Yeah. I mean, those processes are making out um, with mass amounts of commodity. Fuck. I mean, you process oh, yeah. for five or six farms, You're, you yeah. now have more material than any of those farmers. Right. Because you got a little bit of yeah, half of this, half of this, and hey, that's when your half, half, half comes in, in effect. See, yeah. you, you had it, the formula, you just were not applying it correctly. You yeah. have to apply it on the on the tolling because that's what makes sense. Like, you I'll take go. your half, I'll take your half, and I'll take your half. Yeah, and I will have and three one for halves. you, <laughs> one for you, one for me, and I will have three halves. No, it's like, <laughs> it's uh, it is one of those parts of the industry which which kills me when I see uh, that and like. For instance, all the hemp guys what were doing was drying in the beginning, which they were taking a huge chunk just to do that. And you were like, oh, and, it was, and half of it was on crappy belt dryers and stuff. And, like, come and, on now. And that's it. Not <laughs> even doing a good job. And, right. My and crop up. You're on. fucking up the crop and charge me money for it, charge me <laughs> product for it. And then on top of that, it was like, you know, the people don't, like, like you don't, the amount of, like, of course, anytime you have everything in your hands, whether it be making bubble hash or, Fucking large scale product, whatever it is, I guarantee you, there's no way that person, whoever's doing that or is control of that flow, is is taking the bullshit. You know what I mean? They're mm. making sure that whatever they're taking is the fucking prime fucking piece of that oh, yeah. real oh, estate. And yeah. then on top of it, yeah, you, you're lucky if you get those. You know what I mean? It's like mm. really like they have your shit ransom. So it's it's one of those things where you have to do it in house if you want to really like. You know, I mean, 100% at, at, control at least, the, at least control through, the through like crude and, and possibly through distal. I mean, the only way a lot of these well, smaller commodity groups are, are going to stay alive is full vertical integration. I mean, yeah. the, the, as soon as you're contracting out, if you have the money even to contract out or running tolls or splits, I mean, you're you're dead in the water by the time you get back anything to where you can possibly sell anything. Yeah. It's, it, it's weird because I'm almost of a different opinion that like we have to work together more to like 
generate revenue instead listen, of listen, listen to this guy. I'm just, just saying. Isn't that what he means by vertical? Yeah, no, that's, by no, like, no, 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 no. Well, vertical just means you do everything. Yeah, yeah. Vertical. Oh, yeah just, so like, but you can have you know, a the growers integrated co-op. Yeah, you know, and if well, you, you sell out of the county, your county produces this much oil, and eventually, you know, you're known for that much. I mean, th- that's that's more ag trade and stuff. It, right now, there's so much small entrepreneurship that's, you know, I, I this buddy does this, this buddy does that, so we got together and did that, like. Right. Well, I that think it'll be like exactly. that for a long time. I think that the problem with the splits started Grouping's with. has got to happen, yeah. The, the problem with the splits, in my opinion, started with the fact that most people came from bubble hash world, right? Where the bubble hash, which is actual, like, like it's only fun. The first, it's literally like trimming weed. Like, it's fun. It sucks. It's the first <laughs> time you do it because you're excited because it's like you're on a journey and you don't really know what the end you're of the journey what's gonna is. Happen. And then the minute you're getting like, once you've done it enough times, you're just like, it's the opposite. Like, you're like, ah, as you do the, as you put the fucking first bit of ice in, you're like, already like, and then right. there is a moment later when you're all happy the next day when you finally get to look at what you did. And then hopefully you're happy, you know, depending, oh, yeah. on, depending on the product. Oh, sometimes you are, and sometimes you're just like, really? Oh, oh, my God. So it's like a very fickle sort of uh, process where it's not, like, exciting. It's, but trimming is similar. But the funny thing is we we're, we're – so Miles uh, Felipe put a post that I thought was hilarious because he said the only thing worse than trimming is not trimming. <laughs> which, which, which I thought was genius because I was like, that's totally true because it is nothing, you know, especially this time of year. Because, like, if you don't have anything growing right around now and you see people harvesting, like, you, you're totally jealous. But the minute you oh, have you your own shit, <laughs> the minute you have it in your own, you know, then you're like, you're just looking at the work and you're like, uh, yeah, you know, I'll. But it's but That's, you know. I can't even imagine his field, man. Like looking at his field, I'm like, how is this possible? Come like, back, dude. Come back out and see it. I know you were there a couple weeks ago, but it's it's nuts, dude. Yeah, we probably have dude, like four ish, four ish something thousand pounds hung, and we're just out Take of space. With oh, you. We're just so, out of space, just trying so to convince dead. these Huge buyers plans. like help get me more space. But we got time. We got like yeah. three, four weeks with this Indian summer, man. <laughs> Thank you, El, El Nina. And you're in uh, Boulder, Dave. Is that right? I'm, I'm in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely link up then. That would be great. You can come to the lab or something. Oh, bagels. We'll get some ozo comes to the farm, Dave. You like bagels? You guys like you like you like bagels? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Dave, you <laughs> oh, got, got an angle, go. Dave. Adam. What? Left turn. What? Left turn. What? He said Moe's. That's not a bagel. I said Moe's. He yeah. said Moe's. I didn't say Moe's. I said I said Dave's. Yes. That's why I said bagels. left You're turn. Bagel man? Dave's. Dave's bagels. This is it. Well, I used to bake your bagels in Eugene. Oh, nice. For Humble Bagel. You remember Humble Bagel in Eugene? Uh, I don't actually. No, zero, okay. zero response. No. Aww. Yeah. All right. So anyway. I'll heard it. Got yes. I, I'll got bring you guys some bagels. There was uh, absolutely bagel sphere. Oh, I don't know what was it. Nobody knows what you're talking about, Dave. Humble bagel. What's that? He remembers size pizza. Yeah. Uh, no? sizzle, sizzle pie. Sizzle pie. Oh god. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> sounds like some hipster <laughs> shit. That sounds like some hipster Huge pizza right there. Sizzle pie. Some hipster swag pizza. No. <laughs> yeah, that ain't no pizza. That ain't no sizzle pizza. pie. Sizzle pie. Um, yeah. So, uh, we, have, we, have, we still have to do shout outs, right? We can't fuck that up. 
Yeah. Pay some bills. We're going to do shout-outs. Let's do some shout-outs. And then, you know, whatever, we'll, just, we'll wrap up at the end, and you guys can come up with... Start thinking of some incredible, awesome stuff that when I'm done with my uh, shout-outs, you got just blow everyone's minds. You got to do the... got to have one nugget. Dude, I had geniuses here and not a single nugget. That does not make sense. There should have been nugget, nugget. Ah. Should have been tripping over the nuggets. Actually, we could have. You should have. Co- there were two bigger words. Farm, there were two bigger words. Couldn't keep up. We <laughs> no, we'll, we'll film He was trying to look it up. He was trying to look it up. He's like, "What did you just say? Was that a nugget? I don't know if that was a nugget or not. We're not smart enough to fucking yeah. identify the nuggets. That was the problem. <laughs> Go back and re-edit the show and add nuggets. Add your own nuggets. Add, add nuggets. nuggets. Just yeah. add nuggets. That's the Adam Dutch show. That's it. What was the other thing I came up with? The other oh, setting the bar low since 2017 was it? Or 2014. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Setting the bar low since 2014. That was going to be my new motto for sure. <laughs> Keeping it real. Um, speaking of not setting the bar low, see, I have to do this. I'm going to have to come up with some segue. Transition. Transition. Do do do. Segue. You don't have to set the bar low at all. When you use New Millennium, it's the bar is set high for you already because it's easy. You just fucking roll right under it like it ain't nothing. You just like don't have to bend, don't have to fucking stretch. Um, no, New Millennium just crushes it. They they got a very easy to use formula. It's all based on the seasons, which I'm pretty sure most people, if you're growing weed, have figured out that at least. If, if you haven't figured out that, you definitely shouldn't probably even be growing weed. <laughs> like, so what happens in the summertime? Is that like flowers? No. <laughs> No, not yet. <laughs> the end. Um, but anyway, the uh, check them out. Go to newmillenniumnutrients.com and uh, use done deal on checkout. But you can also go to, they have a store finder there, so if you can find them close to you, just pick them up like that. That's cool. Otherwise, order it direct. And uh, also, they have a calculator, so if you want to check out like how many plants you're growing, what size container, you can kind of get a rough estimate and so you don't end up buying coming home with all the wrong size. <laughs> like, I ran out of this. <laughs> I got too much of that. Um, but yeah, check them out. And uh, once again, done deal on checkout. Dave. So medically correct, right? True Pura. You got it. Incredibles Edibles. Oh my God. Geek. Oh, right? Clear Creek Extracts. There's a, listen, they have a lot of brands coming out right now. Good question. I, I, the, there was an edible experience you talked about earlier. He ate some edibles and they didn't kick in until later. That's never going to happen with Incredibles Edibles because oh, yeah. it's a true consistent dose. We haven't dose. heard a peep out of him. He's probably laid out now. <laughs> well, you him. killed him with the dab. That, 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 this is <laughs> the know? quietest he's ever been, I think. I, honestly. Yeah, I you, t- you totally I, killed him. You, you well, made the, the edibles kick back in and that was it. But, you know, you can pick up Incredibles in, in nearly 500 dispensaries across the state of Colorado. Um, if you're if you're global or you're, excuse me, you're somewhere else in the country and we don't have legal cannabis, if you want one of their CBD products, you can pick it up through truepura.com. Oh, Look at that. They got the pumpkin pie. They're all over it. Oh, course. they bring that back? Speaking yeah. of seasons. Speaking of seasons. They have the pumpkin latte chocolate bar? They do. They do. They should. No, I don't think so. They should, but they have a, um, all new packaging, all new website, whole new format, but totally D-Money approved, which I was happy to hear because, uh, you know, that was his baby. All those all those labels he put together over the years, um, but now they've upgraded it, and it looks really tight. It's like, I like it. I like the, I like the uh, style, and the quality is the same, which is, you know, fucking on point every time, which is what you want when you're doing edibles. You don't want to know. You don't want to guess. You want to be like... And, it, and it, like... If you look at every single piece of chocolate, it'll tell you exactly what's in that chocolate, no matter how. Look at that. Right even down to the final 
It's like you're doing some weird fucking drugs here. Weird drugs. <laughs> Two milligrams. Fifty milligrams. So, but yeah, those uh, those little ones, you gotta just chow them down. Yeah. So. No, but if you also have somebody in your family who's not a heavy stoner, they make a full line of microdose products, two and a half milligram little tablets, five milligrams. So uh, you can sort of well, the thing ease is, them I mean, into understanding cannabis. Yeah, it's like with some of the chocolates, especially with the, um, you know, you have the 100 milligram and the whole big giant chocolate. Uh, it's sometimes nice to be able to sort of, some people don't need, they don't want the whole thing. And then once you, you know how it is, chocolate's like, Pretty easy to over <laughs> pretty easy <laughs> to overindulge on that stuff. Well, yeah, you're like, hmm, I'm really hungry. That's, that kind of made me hungry, and there's nothing. I kind of want another except for <laughs> nothing but the rest of the chug. Yeah, and it was like at that moment he knew he was fine. Is when it happens, right? Um, again, done deal. If you go to their Trupura and pick up some of their CBD products, can't do it with THC, but. We're working on it. One day, one day in a, in, a, in a perfect world, we will be able to do that. Well, you figure they get the supply chain going out right now in CBD products, and eventually, once THC is legalized nationwide, they'll just be able to add the THC product to the line that they've already built through True Pura. So True Pura, you'll get 20% off when you enter Done Deal at checkout. They have, uh, I don't know, probably 20 different products right now. I've used their salve. I've tried their chocolate. I give their tincture to my dog every morning. Um, their gummies are fantastic. There's no THC in the products. I give it to my kids. They enjoy it. They don't complain about the taste, which is just fantastic. So you just uh, go to truepura.com, enter done deal at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. And I talked, to Demonia, I talked to Demonia about the 5280 bar, so they're now getting more serious. More <laughs> serious than ever. They're like, I said, you got to do it. I've already promised it on the show too many times. So <laughs> you have to do it now. It's, it's, it's a done deal. So we're getting it done. We're done getting, deal. All right. getting that done. I can't wait to see. It's going to be, you know, like this big, right? No. You know, 52. No, no. It's going to be super concentrated. Dude. It's going to taste terrible. It's going to be so strong. You're gonna, as you eat it, you're going to be like, ah, ah, ah. it's going to be like, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be like, yummy, yum, yum, yum. It's going to be like, ouch, as you eat it. We all eat a square at the beginning of the show, and by the end of the show, we're all sleeping. <laughs> I told you, it's going to be, we're going to have a call. People are going to call in. Who, we're gonna figure out how you eat most of it. That's pretty much the idea. To, that, that's the. Or, well, just remember, we figured out how you can get the Dundee on their THC products through Incredibles oh, because you can head yes. over to Green Farms Med in Colorado Springs, Seamless. ask for the Dundee. Uh, and, and you got no-till grown cannabis, just like we talked about. Check uh, it out. One of the few in Colorado, one of the only, really, when it comes to indoor uh, no-till. There's some few people doing outdoors, but as far as indoor consistent no-till, I don't think anybody's doing it. And the rosin that they're creating, like that rosin right there is called country fruit. It comes out over 20% terps. Wow. 20.3 or something like that, which wow. is like, damn, that's, that's a lot of terps. That's crazy. No matter what, even yeah. when you're concentrated, because usually they're still way lower than that. You know? Yeah. Usually like six. Seven is like, well, that's, that's still pretty high. high. Yeah, yeah, that's like exactly. six or seven is high. And yeah. then you're like, what? Yeah. Exactly. And it was like like glossy, hard as a rock. You know what I mean? It had that, like, had all the qualities of something that's just super, you know, like 
all all fucking power and and and, the, and clear too. So I had that terpy vibe too. Yeah, it looks and like the flavor translated through the dab, which oh, yeah. you know is that's a that's a fantastic quality. It's it dabbed like it flavor, tasted, right? Yeah. So you go to um, you go to their shop, which is in Colorado Springs. You can pick up uh, their cannabis and rosin and Good tinctures. Their tincture they make too. They have a tincture that's a twenty five hundred milligram tincture, and it's like literally if everybody I've given it to has said like more than more than half have said they've hallucinated off of it because oh, they ended up doing like yeah. four droppers and it's like <laughs> it's strong as fuck. So you get two well, of those and that's the fifty two eighty thing. I know it's we could do we could just do that, but I know that that's like even. I, I mean, I, I kind of. No, I know you want to get in a chocolate. Bar. I want a little chocolate. I mean, that's just like this is like might as well IV drip it into you or something at that point. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. But if you have the unfortunate situation of somebody in your family, somebody you know oh. going through some type of cancer, they have what's called activated solventless oil, mm-hmm. ASO oil, yep. which is their version of RSO, and um, I have. I have heard it from a cancer patient. It's working for him right now. So, you know, if you've... The decarb? Is it it, activated? Yeah. yeah, Decarbed rosin, basically? Uh Yeah. Yeah. So So, so, definitely uh, their whole line is just amazing as far as... It's just like good in, good out kind of situation. They're growing everything organically. They do all their own ferments and pretty much everything is, you know... As much in-house as possible. All the things that they bring in are coming from from our next sponsor. Just to nail it across. Build a soil. Build a soil. Like, like, Do you guys use build a soil on your farm? I use build a soil. I love build a soil. Thank yeah. you, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy's the man. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, Jeremy's the man. And and like uh, pretty much ninety percent of the products that they do bring in, if they do bring any products in. Because like the beds are have been there already for years, but uh, any uh, amendments or any of the IPM products that are coming in from Jeremy anyway, he's the man. Yeah, he tests everything, vets it all, make sure you know. Like I, there's been kind of like we were saying earlier about like with pesticides, like there's products that work, but then the, it's like once you find out that there's either you know, imp- you know, uh, not inferior inputs or dangerous as far as in his opinion or they just doesn't you know they lie he hates it when any companies come in and start claiming big claims and then they find yeah. out like so you're using human waste is what you're saying <laughs> like, like that's your that's your that's your organic just pee man just pee it's, it's, just, terrible, it's right? like just a little bit yeah just a little <laughs> good bit nitrogen a little, little, little bit and it's like yeah that's the shit that's the literal shit that kind of make, makes it work um <laughs> But yeah, go to buildasoil.com or go to 855-877-SOIL. You're going to give them a call. You're out in the middle of the sticks. you got no internet. <laughs> got nothing to do but grow, grow weed or, yeah. or hemp and give them a shout. I saw some pretty big hemp farms that were getting stuff from, from Jeremy. Um, I, I noticed they had uh, some of the... They were... Uh, Using some of the Rootwise products, you know, nice. and I'm like on scale, I was like, "Holy shit, you're doing a whole that, uh, that BioFoss is you, pretty exciting." You're using a whole like doing a whole pivot with fucking that shit. I was like, Damn. "I did that last year." Yeah, yeah, it's pretty intense. It's awesome stuff. It works. So yeah, go to buildasoil.com and check them out. There's the Rootwise right there, right on the thing. There it is. Yeah. Well, then Connor and Connor and Gannon, if you guys are in Longmont, there's. Ozo Coffee. You guys drink coffee? Oh, I'm a coffee I've, fiend. I've been there, actually. It's Grad school, you ran, ran on oh. nicotine and caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to ozocoffee.com, enter Dundeal at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. 
So uh, you take advantage of it. It's fantastic coffee. You know, right? I mean, if they had that single origin Friday where you go down and, and an espresso they make, it's uh, some small farm from some far off land that they have the bean shipped up to Eugene and roasted in a 1959 roaster and fucking awesome coffee. But uh, you should, if you place an order, do you get 20% off? Yep. So Just if you do drink a lot of coffee, check, yeah. you can order it and yeah, it's sent yeah. to your house. You guys could send so basically buy five pounds because you're gonna go through. I mean, I go through. <laughs> I go no, through. no, no. Buy uh, ten pounds. Come on, you guys are businessmen. Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> buy f- because it, the, it, the more you buy, the more you save. Right? So and when pounds. you place that fifteen pound order, it's twenty percent. So you figure you buy five, you get one for free. That's at least a whole pound for free. You don't want to be like. I'll take a pound. You're like, really? <laughs> Who don't want to? Because you blow pound. that. You only get the. You get it the one time. It's a one time. So you just order a pound. But then you just. But we already figured out it's not one time. You just yep. change your. <laughs> you just change your fucking email. email and you're good. Booyah! Every time, twenty percent. Work the system. They won't mind. They will not mind if you keep ordering from different. Like, we won't mind either. So just <laughs> randomly sending multiple multiple pounds out to a little house in Tennessee. It's like, man, <laughs> the that, same house. Like four different emails. <laughs> they don't. Hey, I just say everybody who lives here is loves your coffee so much that, but they hoard it in their rooms. They like they will not. There's no communal coffee. It's all like everyone's got their own style. Very selfish coffee. We're selfish coffee people. Yes, exactly. I'm hoarding it in my bedroom. But no, it is good coffee. We got. I mean, it's it's a. It'd be a shame if we were to lose them, man, because nobody's ordered enough. And, I was a fan of their coffee long before they were a sponsor on the show. I mean, it's uh, and they're really good people. Rebecca and Justin, who own the business, are just really, really good people. So check it out. If you're a coffee drinker, give them a try. OzoCoffee.com. OzoCoffee.com. approved. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. And if Rosendog, he's like Mikey from Life Cereal, you know? He's pretty much. He would, he's this, so if he likes it, that's <laughs> thumbs up. Everything sucks. But, you know, if you're drinking coffee and wind up in Barcelona, you know, where they drink espresso. Do you guys ever go to Barcelona? I almost went to school in Yedo, which is just west of Barcelona. Almost went to school. That's not. That equals a big fat no on that one. <laughs> almost no. Um, well, if you did. And Tell if me you stories do, of Barcelona, please. Oh, dude, it's gorgeous. It's like one of the most amazing cities to walk through because you got gaudy buildings. And like you know, you're like, wait a minute, is that building melting right there? Cause <laughs> I, know I, took some, I, ta- I took some mushrooms, but it's, I swear to God. If I yeah, amazing architecture, amazing food. But then you go to this place, Treasure, which is a, the, our friend's club there, and they have just super cool people. You get free entry. Normally, it's $30, uh, about 30 euros entry because it's you get 30 euros. And right now, that's like $800 US. Oh, yeah. So. And you're not allowed to be there anyway. So it's pretty much like you're, if, right. if you could magically get there somehow with our lame-ass passports that are worthless <laughs> and you can't even get us barely to Mexico, uh, we could, yeah, one day, one day when we're allowed back. But if you uh, happen to be there and you want to check it out, just go in, tell them what the done deal out of the gate. Get yourself a free entry slash uh, membership, and uh, PD will be impressed because he'll see his his amazing uh, his, the, the power of advertising right there. Like, what? I follow him on Instagram, so yeah. you, it's Treasure BCN on Instagram. Well, they have a really it, nice what you, page. What do you do with that mic all the time? Why yeah, is it all crackly? Are you all crackle again? monster again, dude? You're like the crackle yeah. fucking crackle crack guy. Dude, did it again? Oops, he did it. Did you do the turn it off, turn it back on? He turned it off. Worked worked last time. (laughs) Turn it off one more time. Come on, one more time. I don't know. I'm trying to. All right. 
It's your equipment here in my house, so you know you need to upgrade the equipment. <laughs> you mean the equipment I bought for you that I've never seen that stuff that no. we've never used. This is more, <laughs> this is the show equipment. I know we bought it for you and sent yeah. it to your house. It doesn't mean like we gave you a shitty old equipment or something. Like, brand new. No, this is this isn't that. That's in a box sitting behind me. What? This is this is the stand. You're making me waste money. Show. It's mic <laughs> number four. Yeah, I don't think it's the mic. Oh yeah, it's not the mic. It's definitely the user. Yeah, definitely it's not the, the mic. mic. It's the user, user, it's user, user error, hundred uh, percent. Operator error, we yeah. call it. Well, yeah, it sounds like it. it sounds like I'm, I'm talking, talking to... into the mic wrong. Is it still yes. crappy? Yeah, super it's crackle. crackle. The worst. You might as well just shut up for this. It's just your voice. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. So, speaking of which, Apothecary Farms. Dave, get on it again. We have to hear your crackly ass voice because this is your crew. This is your peeps. Oh this man, is your, this is your peeps. Is it? Is it still fucking? Yeah. Holy shit! What happened? Holy shit! All right, just never so mind. Good. Apothecary Farms. Actually, I. You know what? Never mind, because MTI goes there all the time, and he hangs out. You know, that's right. He's names. the guy. That's that'll right. Tell you about it. What's the guy's name? Yeah, Dave. We got Jonathan always taking care of me Dave. over there. We got Amanda. See? We got Wes. We got. Maybe. We got everyone. Way, way more personalized. Yeah. Way more totally. personalized. And that's what you get. You get personalized service. You get the done deal, which is a joint and uh, twenty-five for a gram or something. It's twenty-five dollars for a gram of ambrosia, and you get an infused joint. Fuck. Come on. Uh, Come on. That's a deal right self, there. Self. Hey, oh, yeah. yo. That is a deal and a half. That's a done deal. A done, done, a done deal. deal. Done deal and a half. Done deal. A done deal and a half. Um, how many locations they got? Three? Two? Three. They have seven. three. Three. That's what I thought. Uh, they have one in Colorado Springs, which is medical only. We got Denver, which is uh, both medical and rec, and Pueblo, both medical and rec. So top, bottom, middle. <laughs> right? Sort of. Kind of top-ish, middle-ish. They're pretty much tightly spaced. Yeah, good grouping. Well, no, they just good, need four colonies. Good grouping. Right? Good grouping. Um, then they have the whole corridor. I was happy right. when they opened the Denver store because you had to drive all the way to Colorado Springs oh, if yeah, you that wanted. Sucks. Yeah, and, you yeah, right. and you had to have a card. Now yeah, you nothing. Just roll in, roll out. So what do they have? They have curbside service and all that swag? Or? Uh, they stopped doing that. Oh, it's over. So See, they're, they're Dave. You, you got to go in the place, Dave. You got to wear Dave's a mask. Over. He's like, I ain't going nowhere. No, well, that, I just what need it for Mark know? to pick it up for us. I can't, I can't do it right now, man. <laughs> you can do it, Dave. I'm telling you. On, I'm telling you. <laughs> one day. One day, Dave will leave his house. <laughs> day, I leave my house. Fuck, we hung out at fucking Area 420. Dude. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Florida. We hung near what do you each mean? I, you chased me around. I kept walking away as you, you got into he my like, bubble. He was like Cartman. He was like Cartman with a stick, you know, like <laughs> imaginary stick. stick. <laughs> imaginary stick. It's so funny. Yeah, I thought of DJC when I saw him with that stick. I was like, that's totally that was a DJC <laughs> style thing. I, I bet you I'm gonna be able to buy that stick on Amazon in a week, and so I'll get one. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah. So yeah, go to Apothecary Farms. Get the done deal. Done deal. Yep. Boom. Listen, it's fantastic. I'm. Tr- I am. I have the grape cola right here, right now, and y- you know the beauty about them. Even if you're going to go to one of their stores, is it you're going to probably buying their extract from 500 different dispensaries across the state right yep. now. So know, anywhere right. you go, they they all use apothecary because they just know what they're doing. Um, and you should check it out soon. They're going to have rosin you, all you, the you, time you, on the shelves. Before, right? or not, right? uh, I actually haven't. He's pretending he has. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> show him a jar right now. There's one right there. That there is the, not the grape cola. That is the, 
Oh, is that what we've been smoking? No, that is no that's cream cola. That's a cream cola. Oh, that's, that's some jam band. Turn that over there. Jam band. Oh, dude. I have tried the uh, green apple of the True Pura before, and those are really good. Chills are back, good. but what's yeah. that green apple? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, green apples. Yeah, those are yeah. really, really good. I love them. Well, yeah. What do you expect? <coughs> <laughs> those guys can't make gummies. We'd be in trouble, right? <laughs> right. This it. smells amazing. Yeah, that's the yeah. jam band. Uh, uh, Ambrosia. Oh, that's from 14er. Yeah, well, that's the def- yeah, it's definitely 14er. It's 14er, genetics. but made yeah. by. But yeah, extracted by. It's 14er flour processed by. Oh apothecary. my God! Does that mean we're gonna go switch over to 14er oh, right now? So no, because so. no. we have to go to Extract Craft. Oh, extract Craft. <laughs> now we know we can switch it up. Extractcraft.com. Dot com. Dot com. Did you ever see those? Oh, did you ever see their way. machine like this? So you saw the source, right? Remember that one? The source was just tabletop, little uh, extra. Alcohol extractor? I think so, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Then they made, so then they made the other one to the right, which is called the Ito Pro. Oh, okay. And that one actually uh, so re- recycles all. The, it brings back about 98% of your alcohol. It comes out nice and clean. Your fucking vessel holds all the other stuff. Pretty interesting. It's like, boop, hit one button. There's nothing to do. Nice. There's no adjustments. There's no nothing. And it's quick. It takes about three hours. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was pretty dope. And you can, and you can use that... Um, as a separate uh, vac kind of on its own, you know, like a little separate vac oven. Oh, cool. Nice, to get the alcohol out. Yeah, so you can take, you take the dial and you just ran it all the way to the end, and then that, that part is like a purge. Yeah. And so that just, uh, yeah, so it's, it's pretty... What, what's the quantity on something? On pretty smaller tabletop, yeah. I think. It, but I'm just like, curious, a, like, what... About that, you, got about, you can put about a pound's worth of, you know, it's going to be in wow. alcohol, of course. But right. You can put about it... It depends how far, you know, how much you break it up and everything. Yeah. But it's a tall, pretty much one tall... Mason jar, so you figure Got like out. a liter. Or yeah, something. Oh, okay. Which is like about a pound if you pretty much grind it out real. Yeah. All right. And uh, no, it was pretty good. It was awesome for tinctures. And the thing that's really cool about it is you could just go and like to do everything. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, get some lavender, make some lavender tinctures. You know, it's like it's it's a perfect with, without having to pandemic find device set up. Yeah, a, there you, you go. Know, yeah. Big process, and it's pandemic. just super <laughs> it's super safe, which is dope. You can just you know kind of push it and forget you know plug it you know plug it in somewhere safe, push the button and. Three hours later, it's done. You don't have to mm-hmm. fucking. That's nice. Think too much nice, about it. Nice simple little thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you also got to get alcohol, right? So then you go to our next sponsor, which <laughs> is four two o extractor. Dot com. Made in Larkspur, which is used to be used to be in Larkspur. Remember? Is it made from made in Larkspur? Made right in Larkspur. Your old yep. stomping grounds. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they can sanitizer now too. Funny thing Doesn't is, is everybody? that funny thing is that Tanner used to live there, and I when I told somebody like, oh, my friend used to live there. He lived in this house. They're like, oh, I know that house. Everybody knows that house because it's the like that house. house. <laughs> it's the rock, the rock house. house. It's like how many parties have been in that house? <laughs> <laughs> the house must be, that must be one of those places because if everybody who go knows it would. Doesn't even know you, but knows the house. That's, <laughs> you gotta be careful. Those houses, those, are, those ones, you gotta be careful. But uh, go go to the 420 extractor. Um, they have all sizes. You can buy like totes. You can buy fucking five gallons. You can buy big giant ones, 55 gallon drums, huge totes, whatever it is. Have it delivered to your door. Um, and of course, done deal on checkout. Yeah, we need alcohol at the lab. I'm doing that. There you go. There we go. <laughs> right there. Look at that. Right oh. Make sure you enter done deal at checkout. Done deal, done deal for like, sure. 100%. Do you guys, do you guys, I mean, you probably grow your own, but do you ever buy flour at any dispensaries in Boulder if you, do you ever go buy 14er at all? 14er, yes. 14er's got some good stuff. See? Oh, there you go. Look that at that. You ever buy this one? That's all I had to hear. What's that? 
Can tiny. you see it? Nope. Because I don't tiny. know if you can see it. It's his face. You don't want to oh, see it. You don't want to, you don't want to look at that. You don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, there he is. Oh, oh, cool. Oh, my God. I can barely. Somehow, whenever you get it, it kind of disappears. It's so shiny. Oh, it's like holographic. That's cool. Oh, no, I think it just came up that way. But anyway, 14er <laughs> it's, it's, on, it's on 28th and Mapleton, um, right near the YMCA ball fields. They have fantastic flour. It really, it, it's the dispensary where industry people go. Um, they've got 25 different strains, I want to say, right now, floating through, maybe 20. Um, they make their own rosin. They use apothecary extracts. They use viola. Um, they just started a line of edibles. They have a little um, dart pod oil pens. It, listen, I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan since long before I, I actually connected with Adam in Colorado. I walked in in 2010 and I tried a strain called The Truth. Now, it's interesting, um, Ted, but they, they said it was uh, a Jamaican land race. Oh, he's going to kill another guest. Jeez Louise. Well, it's almost over. <laughs> it's almost over. We, we can lose him now. now it's over. I, I guess so. so. Let's go one, two, three. Right. Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time that Adam killed three guests before, right before the end of the show? Well, listen, 14er is a fantastic company. Oh, it's, you go really to 14er You place a pre-order there. You can't just show up. Come on. Take a little. You gotta share it with me, Jesse. Garbage Gannon, go go. Garbage can Gannon. Oh my gosh. Gannon's like he'll like. Oh, he's like Mike. He here's Give the Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, but he's it's got. It's not the... clogged this time, is it? No. <laughs> no. No. Careful, that's a puff coat. You want to keep no. it up and down, or you're gonna get a bunch of water. <laughs> no, he's fine. <laughs> I'm all good. <laughs> Look at Dave, armchair quarterback in front across the way, man. Um. Yes, yeah. and from my bubble. Derbs. But 14 or Boulder is just a fantastic company. The people there are great. Um, only one in the store at a time. Got to wear a mask. It's cash only. Um, place your pre-order at 14orboulder.com. Tell them Dave sent you. Or tell them Adam sent you. They don't have a done deal. No. But just mention that you heard about it on the show. Yeah. It'll, it'll keep, Make us look keep everything flowing. Make us look good. Make us look good. But if you're growing your own plants at home, oh. and either it's cannabis or vegetables or trees, oh. You're gonna need a uh, a supplement, and that's fish shit. Fish Straight out of a tilapia's yeah. ass. Right out of a tilapia's ass. Right Seriously. out of a tilapia's right. ass. Um, yeah. fish Each though. fish is nurtured and harvested, and they squeeze the little squeeze <laughs> the living life out. They squeeze the freaking life out. Of it. No, they don't. They, they squeeze Slap the little couple. diaper out to harvest the fish, and then they put the diaper back on the fish. And they wait it's to like, collect It's like more. an old dramatic film where they slap every fish like just. Calm down, fish. I believe they're uh, Omri listed too, yeah? They are Omri listed. Can you, can you abuse fish if you're Omri listed? I don't think you can actually slap fish around if you nope. want to have that. Can't title. do it. You'd be like, yeah, until they saw them slapping fish, <laughs> kicking them. No, they would never do that. They're all. They, he said those fish live, what, 30 years? They're thinking, you're the time. fish guy over here. What's up with Mr. Tilapia? How come, you're not, how come you're not making tilapia? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I've used it before, though. It works pretty well. It works awesome. It brings up... That, what I noticed was Terps, bam, was like just incredible difference. Like, like you could be like 20 feet away from the room and it was already stinking up. Get all those minerals, like before I wouldn't get that. I'd be like, hmm. It's like at least 10 more feet than it was before. <laughs> <laughs> 10 more feet of stink I got That's out awesome. of that. Um, but yeah, go to fish, uh, fishheadfarms.com and... 
Obviously, done deal. This is a big one. This is twenty five percent, right? Twenty five percent off. Big two five. A big one. Bam. Bam. And that's uh, the biggest done deal there is. Biggest done deal. Yeah. And again, the more you buy, the more you save. So just more the buy, more you five save. Liters, five liters is a good number to have around at all times. <laughs> you know, it's a good starting point. A liter's not enough. You just be like, ah, I need it. Because you pretty much can I use it. You can use it kind of like, I just sort of ramped it up a little bit and used it all the way through. And yeah, definitely good shit. Um, good shit. Good <laughs> shit. Yeah, the best. Good Spe- shit. Speaking of good really shit. Really good shit. Speaking yeah. of good shit. See James Bean, man on the scene. James Bean, man on the scene. See <laughs> you now. Now he's in Oklahoma, so I don't know how on the scene he is, but he he's kind of on the scene because Oklahoma's all up and up and coming. But I was fucking with this friend of mine who called me. He told me oh, I just moved here, and I was like, "Dude, nobody's there. Everyone's leaving that place. Like, what are you talking about?" And he was like, "What?" No, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, everyone's going to Nebraska. That's like the new hot spot. Like, not really, but obviously, <laughs> like Nebraska." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, dude, it's gonna be great." Because that's kind of the way it is. I mean, literally, like they'll be like, "Yep, all home growers will come move to Nebraska because we're gonna let you grow 99 40 plants, plants. Yeah, 99 <laughs> plants, no problem, whatever." And that'll last like. But you then know. you're in Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, right. well, first of all, yeah. That's first hey, <laughs> shout out to all the Nebraska people listening. There's there's yeah. both of them. Three. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh. I was gonna say three, but yeah, both is probably more realistic. If this like the show, is like that third one's already been like, yeah, yeah. You're just talking. Yeah. Yeah. And if they are, they should contact us and t- prove us Holy wrong. Holy shit! Let us know. We what just got four down arrows. That mu- they must be al- they, they must be listening. <laughs> What, what sh- we, we apologize for anything our guests we might got, have said. Well, we, we, we got four down. So we got four. We got no, we don't have any. We usually get one before the show even starts. Yeah, That's one like, before the show hater, even starts. Hater we have our up. one hater out there. Like, like, oh, they're doing this again? <laughs> yeah, we get we have one guaranteed Terrible. hater every time. So that's you know, yeah. shout out to. The well, at least he's consistent, then, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's there every day. That's why I was like, Adam Whoa. says he knows who it is, but we should have a contest just to see if anyone really guesses it correctly. But oh, you know. I know that Tanner knows who it is, but it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We won't call him out. No, it's it's funny because. We'll have it before we've ever even started the show, so it's like, wow, we're really bad if we're like, you know. <laughs> but I mean, that's just consistency, though. Every Friday, it just doesn't like the title. Like, I really need to downvote. <laughs> it, it is. It's amazing how consistent they are. Um, and again, consistency is if that's your key. <laughs> that is, if that is your key, then you want to have a new hash controller from Illuminar Lighting, which will keep everything level. Key. Level keel on all your lighting as far as your temperature zones. If you have a little zone that's a little bit too hot, we're getting all they're, they're actually upgrading it with all sorts of new features, which is pretty cool. They're uh, putting together uh, the, the done, is it the done deal? What was the deal? Was it done, done setting? I don't know. Something, something done. There was a done thrown in There's there. There's definitely yeah. a done somewhere. Uh, but Roster Rob has uh, convinced them that they needed Roster to Rob. do the, uh, you know, the combination of having a Real sh- daylight shortening, slower, mm-hmm. not just boom, boom, and like you know, and and also break uh, because you, you, once you have a thing like this, you can control everything. So why not ramping down? Why still not? Helps. And also the plants definitely, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to use less power. Plants are going to be more responsive sometimes because you know how it is when you put things like you think you're doing good, but you're just you know they don't mean yeah. what you do. You're overkilling everyone all different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like especially with lighting, I think people have figured out over the last few years, like. There's people like like for instance uh, at Green Farms. He's got lights that are like 
20 feet apart on the fucking sea, like ridiculously far apart, but he's still getting, you know, massive fucking growth because the plant, it's all even. It's just, yeah. it's even light, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be super, uh, at super the end of the strong. Yeah, people way, especially in the States, like they way overdid it, like anything, like everything. Like <laughs> slam it down, you know. Supersize it. 18 inches off the canopy, cranking it down as hard as possible but then you see when, when, you, when, when you push something that hard that you get some of that oxidative stress that you see like in order to, it's like you're overcoating you're, you're wasting energy and then at some point not really getting any return for it like it's it's well the thing is it's like the the dutch gardens were always like that they always had lights uh, 18 20 feet up and you'd be like what this is stupid and at the end of the day it all came full circle like yeah that made the closer you are to the plant you're also shading a lot harder if you can get wider out and, and coming through yeah you're creating canopy is really yeah you're so creating more shadows light. and shade by having that harsh light anyway yeah because the whole point again is it's just like even light like if you have real even light you can imagine it kind of like bathes the plant kind of gets up underneath it instead of like like you're saying, like it creates a real harsh, and yeah. then you got a dark spot, and then you get that sweaty zone, and that's where the mold grows. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like there's yeah. like real, you know, <laughs> it's pretty right much there. It is. No, it's exactly what it happens. It's like you create <laughs> like a little microclimate in that little part of the bud. Like you're it's growing, your, your plant's cold. growing so fast. The and one and done setting. And you get a little bit of you get. Ah, oh, there it is. The there. one and done setting. One and done. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, one and done setting. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, yeah, it's uh, that controller, but also their whole line from Illuminar is just off the chain as far as LEDs, um, which, you know, as far as like a lot of, you know, old school growers were always like, it's like going from fucking vinyl to tractor or fucking, you know, something where you're like, oh. I put it all on my computer, but then one day you're like, dude, I have all my music in this computer. This is so much easier yeah. than travel. So with LEDs, it's been like a price thing and a efficiency thing. But the reality is the fact that you can just like, what I love is the fact that you know you, you turn them off, you turn it back on, you turn it off, you turn it back on. You know you're not stressing the whole system out. Whereas mm-hmm. with a, with an old school any HID, it's like a cool down. You know yeah. you, you know that you're you know you're dealing with like archaic yeah. shit when you have yeah. to let that shit cool down <laughs> before you fire it up because oh, yeah. it's like all just it's just like it's got to reset. They're, they're street lights. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah they are. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're street totally. lights. And and you know they're LED they're, get get those get whatever spectrum you want to put a little UVB in there. Yeah. Increased herbs. Want to put a little orange increased carotene or something like. Yeah. The future. I just want to illuminate my parking lot. <laughs> well, and also, and also the, the the amount of hours it will last, and the you know the, 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 the overall costs and those kind of ways and stuff. So definitely, and I and I love it from a controller point of view that you know you know that it can turn like I said, turn it on, turn it off, dim it, do whatever, and you know you're not stressing it out. Whereas with with all these old bulbs, uh, especially because you've gone through so many of them, and like you realize it's like you can just hear it's like a literally like an original light bulb <laughs> like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you can, you you can hear, hear the you sound hear the energy going through it and they're humming right and if um, you guys have any friends that are growers and they're hid growers and they don't want to have anything to do with led have them send us an email a done deal at adamdunshow.com and we give away an led at the end of every month and so we'd love to put one in the hands of someone who's a non-believer and have them put it side by side with their garden yeah well it's and, and you know, again, I think also the uh, the reality is it's a fucking big investment when everybody has to switch things over. But if you can sort of ease your way into it, like do your veg area first, which you'll notice the difference. You know, if you have to run your like 
your HIV, because that's the thing that sucks too, is a lot of, you know, a lot of investment went into those things. I heard about, this thing was crazy, uh, a friend of mine was telling me that somebody from out of the country saw a post and called him up and goes, you're in Colorado, right? And he goes, go to this address. It was up kind of in Longmont area. It was up, it might have, been, might have actually been even Fort Collins, but it was, it was up north. Some guy had um, a piece of property and he had some guy renting it and the guy didn't pay his bills, came in, huge grow. Guy just took all the equipment, put it on the street, put a sign out, said, you know, come grab it. And it was like 800 hoods oh, and ballast. Cow. 800 hoods and ballast on the fucking sidewalk and just cars where trucks were driving up with fucking people were loading <laughs> yeah. up. Go grab the U-Haul. Wow. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, no, the U-Hauls were, U, yeah. U-Hauls were coming and loading up on 50 lights at a time yeah. and 100 lights. Like, it was nuts. You know what I mean? So the guy just was like... It's, it ain't worth fucking, and it had bulbs in them and everything, and you were just looking at it like, wow, it's like, but for the most part, that's kind of the way that a lot of those old lights feel. Like, you, if you move them, it's going to be one last time because nobody's hardly, you know, needs 100 air-cooled I haven't heard one person say, I'm looking for 100 air-cooled lights. No. no. It's fully like, hooded. Nobody wants that, you know what I mean? Everybody's got, because you can get Gavita's reasonable price, you know. Nice double-ended stuff. For, yeah. yeah, 200 bucks you can find them if you really want to go with like non-off-brand you know, off brand or whatever, right. Nanolux style, whatever. But but for the most yes. part, if you if you do that, you're still kind of like, you're, you're kind of fucking up again. You might as well go, like the whole thing about upgrading lights is to go with the best quality. Because everything you want to future-proof, right? You don't want to buy something right. and then yeah, be like, oh, I got to go get it. Because, you know, you spend a few thousand dollars on lights, you run them for a little while, and what you don't want to be is all bummed out and be like, you know, oh, I should have got... Should have got the other one, especially when well, it comes. Speaking of future proofing, if you're in California, you, you better to. hold the hold off. If you're buying HID lamps and you're about to lamp a big garden in California, yeah, we we heard about legislation that's coming through, especially if everything goes the way it's going, that will make HID lamps no bueno in California, right. and you're going to have to use LED in order to be compliant. So you want to keep your license. Some an inspector is going to walk through. If you have any HID hanging, you're done. You know the other done. So it's a, it's a, you you should give them a call, you know, tell them that you have a a garden in California, Uh you want the done deal. And uh, like Adam likes to say, the more you spend, the more you save. Well, those those big purchase items, I mean, if you had to do a whole spot and you go to Illuminar and they're like, all right, here's your quote. And then you're like the last second you go. But I need that done deal. You're like, <laughs> no, no, you're like fuck. $20,000 difference. You know, yeah. ching. That's yeah. when it becomes well, you know, definitely worth it. So make sure you use a done deal. Check those guys out. And, uh, well, this is the first week, uh, first Friday. So you got, we got three more weeks to go. No, we got four. It's a five, There's five Fridays in this Uh-oh, month. Oh, it's five Friday. Bar, 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 bar. Hit, hit the noise. Come on. Five Fridays. Nugget. Not a nugget. <laughs> horn. Horn. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Fucking five. Count it. Five. One episode. Yeah, it's an extra episode, basically. <laughs> cool. Well, Damn. I think we have to wind it all up anyway. It's 726. We, we killed it. Look at Tanner. He looks hungry now. I'm hungry. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, you can you see it in his eyes. <laughs> You can see it in his fucking eyes. He's like, I, I need food, right? Um, well, thank you guys for showing up, uh, Jesse and Connor and Gannon and Tanner. 
and everybody in the chat gang and uh, listening live and obviously people just downloading this show going what the fuck is this show all about <laughs> that's right if you made well, it this far touch, guys. if you I made it this far farm I'm impressed and that's all I can say you deserve some done deals for getting oh yeah if you made yeah. it this far done deals for you all around done deals all around right. um what do you mean? There are like a hundred people listening live right now. I know. You get a done deal. You, you get, get a, a done, done deal. deal. You, you get, get a done, done deal. deal. Everyone yeah. gets a done deal. Look under your chair. Hey, wait, hold on. Everybody, <laughs> reach under your chairs. That's right. Reach under your chairs. <laughs> That's it. Apothecary extracts. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So, amazing. I know. And our chairs. I don't know about your chairs, but... Mike Denver, right. Mike Denver, it's under your chair for sure. We, I snuck in last When night. is Mike Denver going to show us? I know. He's supposed to come no. through. Yeah, I, dude. I'm ready. Yeah, what's up with that? He's, he was chatting tonight. I mean, I, know. So tell I don't him. want to call him out, open but up, I mean, when is he going to show us his shit? Next week is ready. Uh, I'm ready. Yeah, Let's next week. Come Let's on. Let's do it next come week. Come on next down. Next week. <laughs> come on. I'll have James Loud get on the, on the air with us because that would be perfect because I was on his show the other day, and so he, he, he needs to come on mine. So. But next week, we hope to have Chris Hubbard from Hubbard Glass on, too, and we can talk about these new pieces we got and his online training courses online and training. go through the whole thing. If you're at he, you know, he's just he's going to show you how to blow glass. They're really inexpensive training courses, and you're going to learn a ton of stuff. So uh, we'll talk about him next week. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Oh, maybe we'll have it'll be a Mike Denver, Elron Hubbard. I mean, not Elron. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get the? Well, is, I also want to come by your related? farm in Long Island. Related when, by any chance? When you don't have the AR-15s out and the shotguns and everything. Uh, oh so. no! You just come and yeah. let me know. He's all look, right. We want you to come you, by anytime. You just come strapped. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You, you come you as go. you come through. <laughs> you need to blow off a few rounds just so they know you're there. That's how. That's how they. Basically, do it. the doorbell. Yeah. All right. I'm there. Cool. Um, so thank you, MTI. Oh yeah. So it was Uncanny Farms yeah. from uh, uh, Uncanny, Uncanny Valley, Valley Farms, Farms yeah. right? And then what was the name of our, it? Our, our label. What was JCD? JCD. Come on. I didn't name it. Too many. <laughs> you cannot use initial names I know, anymore. I hate it. It's over. Those I know. days are over. That was it's like California. Mine. You're gonna have to rebrand. It's someone's name. You have to rebrand it something with a weird spelling. Of yeah, like, like okay, oh, definitely. You know, it's just it's it sucks because it's it's always like an AMP or ACM or a. It's a lot of M's and a lot of. Oh know, yeah. Yeah. Hempaliza. AMM, to the point where I just would be like, I don't know, dude, it's some fucking acronym of something. I just want to grow. That's that's the name. I just want to grow hemp. I just want to grow hemp. Well, I have a good name for my. My future THC company, but no, don't, don't say, say it. Yeah, don't say it on the air. Get robbed. You'll be robbed in no, two seconds. They're just waiting. Oh, I know. The show is literally like people <laughs> sitting with notebooks, going, "Ha! Ah, we just made nine more businesses because <laughs> these stunners will never do it." <laughs> Which they're a hundred percent correct. Hundred <laughs> percent. We're here uh, to feed you. But if you do come up with something really cool, just throw some. Throw us a free version of whatever it is. Not even a dime. Something. <laughs> Here it is. Um, all right, I want to thank. Uh, Happy birthday, Rasta Rob. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. See you next week, I guess, because he was supposed to come this week, but it looks like he's not coming this week. He's partying too hard. He's partying hard. Next week, <laughs> Area 420. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Shout out to Area 420. Shout out to those guys down there. I got a new video from them. It was looking really cool. I'll send you a guy. I'm going to send you the drone, the drone shots. Um, and shout out to my beautiful wife Cece and little Nick down at the farm doing his fucking homeschooling and learning all sorts of crazy stuff. It's been good. It's been uh, 
less writing, more. He he's been he's been. Oh, you know what's so funny is he's learning cursive. It's fucking hilarious because it's like <laughs> he was so Didn't, scared. I was like, dude, just do it. It's like art, man. You gotta make it like. Eh, eh. And then all of a sudden he's killing it though. I'm like, damn, that's fucking dope. Like. What the do they say about apples and trees, man? Well, kids don't learn that shit. They don't even learn how to read. Like, they're so scared of cursive writing now. <laughs> they don't even get it. Like, you show it to them. They're like, they don't teach it. it anymore. No, it's, it's so, so weird. It's so I love weird. Cursive. Yeah. Almost pointless for them. Yeah, I mean, everything's going to be kind of, yeah. I mean, it's pointless, but it is a kind of like, though. it's uh, something classy. we it's had to do it, so they have to do it. That's fucking yeah, like those. If I had to do it, they make wonder bread, but there's still a reason to know how to bake your own loaf of bread, okay? But you know, it's also like. know how to. To it, use your handwriting correctly. It's also like because nobody's like learning it. I mean, it's like you you can fucking shine a little further at later down in life. And you know, learning calligraphy or fucking nice writing, nice just having nice handwriting, is amazing. Because I don't think any stoner, like anybody that I know, all the growers I know have the worst hand. Like we all, <laughs> the wor- I don't know. Like D Money's the only guy I know who has good handwriting because he's like yes, he does. Like he can do, you know, but. Everyone else sucks. Like, <laughs> like I would always have him. Like, you write the here. You write the tags. You write the tags. But then you know, it was almost it's like, because you guys have the artistic plant gene, and that. you put it to good use. And there's my, not much left for my, the my fine hand, motor skill. My, I, I bought exactly. a little. I bought one of those label makers on Facebook because I was like, oh, this thing's dope, and it is really good because it's like waterproof and it's just. I'm like. No longer will I have unreadable tags that everyone doesn't like because it just gets <laughs> chaotic after a while. Do you have a Sheldon Cooper label maker? I don't know what it is. Just like, no, it's you like can a, type it's, it in, right? It's, it's cool because it's like it works off your phone. Yeah, it works off your phone though. So you just do it on your oh, phone. Nice. And you set it all up and you boop, boop, boop. And it can fit a lot of info in a little tiny tag and it's waterproof. And I was like, all right, this thing's pretty that's good. Oh, that's fucking nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah now fake. I want one too. What's it called? I don't know. It's fucking. You cool. got a label maker. <laughs> you got a label maker. It's our new sponsor. It's going to be our new sponsor. The label maker. I'll call him. It's for clones. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty dope. Because everything always washes off. I like write it on the thing. Like, exactly, and and like I said, my hand when it touches any, like turns mushy. Like as it hits, like, <laughs> like it has no, there's nothing, there's nothing left anymore. But it used to be like it knew what to do. Now it doesn't even know what to do. It just hits the t- hits it and just kind of like does no, something. Like, that's bad, <laughs> especially when I have to sign shit like like at the bank or something, and I start like start writing shit. I'm like, dude, I gotta write? Are you crazy? Like, oh my god, and I start doing it. It's all wrong and I'm in the wrong place. And, yeah. That's how we roll. That's um, how we roll. Shout out to Mama Ace who's out in Cali right now. She's just, of course, the first thing I see is like earthquakes going to hit tomorrow. It was a bunch of bullshit, of course. It was like fun of this. Is that fake? Oh, it's Taylor's so, saying something. You keep seeing that? It's so I don't dumb. know. Taylor it's, said, saw it on his phone. Apparently, it's like the same. Whoever puts that information up just does it every day in the hopes that one day there will be an earthquake and they'll be like, see, nailed it. You're like, <laughs> dude, you say it every day. If every day you say there's an earthquake, it's going to happen, right? You're going you're gonna to get it. Right? And then the one day you're like, you know what? It. Definitely not today. And then all of a sudden, it's fucking happens, right? But no, but it, it, I saw that and I was like, <gasps> mom's going to go straight to the earthquake. No, no it ain't happening. So. Hey, oh, shout you, out Ace. to all the firefighters <laughs> fighting all these fires all across the fucking country said it was right now. As fuck out it was here. so smoky here this morning. Uh, yep. So yeah. smoky. There's ash on the plants today. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Really, if you're one of those guys that jumps out of planes, my heart goes out to you. You're doing something special out there. And we had the massive seeds guy on 
um, a few weeks back, and yeah. it's just it's terrible what's going on. And really, so I know there's a bunch of GoFundMe's going right now. You can you can send us an email. We'll get you in touch if you or have the ability to contribute. But uh, stay safe. Don't light any fires. That's it. Um, so next week, I don't know what we're doing, but we do kind of know what we're doing now. We're half of it. We, we had half of it figured out. Forgot. Dave's going to figure out how to, to dab out of this rig and get some attachment for it. So it out. It's, oh, it's yeah. not. Wow. That sounds like a show. Yeah. That's a show and a half yeah, right there. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, get ready for that show because that sounds exciting. Um, Wait, is that same deal still open if I go see their farm and no, we're going to have someone gonna gets have, a picture of me? We're going to have uh, Mr. Hubbard on the show talk about that, and we, we had some other great ideas. But it's all right. Listen to the show. You might figure it out. It's a mystery. Great mysteries of the universe. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, MTI. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why not smoke the natural herb? Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it.